warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. You're listening to the Emperor and the Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. It is better to die for the Emperor than to kill yourself. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, live from the war room here in Cleveland, Ohio, USA, this is the Emperor's Court here on AlphaGeekRadio.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Hawkeye. Yes, sir. And by Lulu in spirit only, as she is upstairs hacking her brains out, still fighting off her bronchitis. She is bad enough that I said, no one's going to want to hear you, and I don't want to sit next to you, so she is not here this evening. It is just... It's an all-testosterone episode, ladies and gentlemen. Now, uh, there's a lot to do tonight. We have a lot going on, but apparently this is kind of a breaking story, uh, at least this is being explained to me by Hawkeye here right before we went on the air. Do you want to bring us all up to speed? Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll give you guys the quick and dirty. You may have seen it if you if you hop on ESPN or Bleach Report, but essentially our golden boy, our hero, Peyton Manning, is now being uh, kind of... This is something that happened a couple de- decades ago, but... Kind of coming to the forefront that uh, he was a little bit of a sexual deviant, apparently, when he was at um, Tennessee. And essentially, the university as a whole is coming under fire. But the, his story, particularly, and really the, the long and short of it is just there was a female trainer there who was, as the story goes, um, working on his foot. He had like a stress fracture or something like that. Essentially, he slides down the table um, and kind of just like, threw his junk up, uh, you know, on her face. And this is pretty much a quote, rested his penis on her head. And the his story for, you know, what happened was, well, I was, you know, trying to moon a teammate and she came in the line of fire, <laughs> which is <laughs> like the most ridiculous, the most ridiculous excuse I've ever heard. How big is it that you were able to put her in a line of fire while trying to moon someone? That, uh... Listen, that's the most legendary misfire of a mooning ever, if that's true. But essentially, the teammate denied it. Um, pretty much, you know, as I, the article I read, all the witnesses involved in the situation are denying what he says, kind of supporting her. So it's just breaking. I kind of skimmed it, but that's My problem with this kinda... is, Hawkeye, is this is not news. They, I mean, this has been out there for a long time, and this happened, what, 25, 30 years ago. Why now is it all of a sudden an issue? Because he's getting ready to retire? 
that all of a sudden that, that we're now looking back at his legacy, that we're going to be discussing his his first belt Hall of Fameness. I mean, why go after the university today? Why didn't they go after the university 20 years ago when it was relevant when it happened at the time? Well, my guess is there's other things happening at the university, and they're citing the Peyton incident as part of it, as part of like the condemnation of the university. But, you know, uh, to play devil's advocate, I mean, you can say people will take that approach, especially people who like Peyton, and say, well, you know, um, we, how, why are we going after him now? It's his legacy. Well, the, well, yeah. The devil's advocate side is he never would have had a legacy if it wasn't kept under wraps, which it clearly was. Uh, look, that's not true. I mean, look at Winston. I mean, that's some of a bitch out of Florida State. His ass been busted for stealing. He's about for sexual assault. They paid people off. This is all known. He still made it into the NFLs in the first round. Yeah, and he had a hell of a uh, first season. I mean, look, and I'm not defending Peyton because I don't know enough of the situation right now either way. I just know is right there is very little of a moral compass when it comes to sports. Football, more so than any other sport, has more thugs and more deviants than anybody else. And because he, uh, he, uh, what sounds like he was, I don't know, being an asshole in college. Yeah, and but throwing your balls with, on someone's face isn't being an asshole. Time? Okay. <laughs> That's a what, little bit more than that. Mm, wasn't this dealt with at the time though when he was in college? No, I mean, it, I mean, they it was swept under the rug. They never went to trial or anything. But so, did the girl get paid off? Was there any kind of? Yeah, I mean, that's made? probably what happened. But my point is this: listen, it's night and day. Like, if you have somebody who just came in the league right now, you know, like Cam, for example, was being crucified for not jumping on a loose ball. Meanwhile, you have a guy yeah. who throws his balls in somebody's face, and it, and Two it would just get swept things. under the that's rug because it was argument. because he's because he's what because he's a legend. We're not going to talk about it. Except he wasn't a legend at the time. He was just a kid at the time. So I guess my oh, point is this: you're in college, you know better. I never threw my balls on a girl's face. No, when no, I was in college. Again, I'm not defending the the his. Again, I don't know what happened or didn't happen. I don't know enough about it. I'm not defending his actions. Far be it for me to do so. I do find it highly suspicious that all this time has gone by. At sure. any point in time, when he was on TV with the Papa John's commercials, when he's raking in the millions, after his first Super Bowl win, at any point in time, they could have come after the University of Tennessee and him for whatever reason that may be. Revenge, right. money, put him behind jail, whatever. Now they do this? Well, listen, he wouldn't. And just so we're on the same I page, I just find to be the whole fair, thing very suspicious. I'm not saying he's 100% guilty yet either. So we're meeting halfway here. I'm not saying he's guilty. Right, right. There's saying, not enough out there. Right. right. There's not enough out there. But what I am saying is this his father was Archie Manning. His father was a legend. There was enough clout there for them to put this somewhere where it wouldn't come out to light. But now the stories that are in this 74 page report. And I haven't read it, but it's out there. And who made the report, too, is another question. Where did this report come from? Right, and that's what I'm saying. There's a lot more research that needs to be done. But th my whole point is the topic should be brought. Like, this needs to be discussed. Because, again, if, he, if, he, if this is true, if what he did is true, it's not like, you know, pranks are one thing, but throwing your junk in a like a trainer's face i mean if that was your daughter or your wife you wouldn't think that shit was funny i'm just saying that it needs to be discussed and you can't just say well it's peyton manning they're just trying to ruin his legacy well it's did it really happen because if it did i mean shit gotta talk about it that's a pretty serious allegation okay so let's say it did happen what should happen that's it now what that's an excellent question and listen i don't know Again, it just depends on exactly what they find really did Let's happen. Let's say exact, but, everything that she's accused this guy of happened. Well, he if you read the report, they... Put his dick in her face. He did that. Okay. He ridiculed her every day for two years, made her miserable in the locker room. He wrote this huge article that was like entitled... 
basically vulgar mouth, whatever her name is, put it in her office at work when she was on vacation. All of her coworkers read it before she got back. She comes back to this embarrassing, lost her job. I mean, all again, lost her how, job. How deep is the rabbit hole? Is the question, but. Shit, I mean, you're not invincible just because you're Peyton Manning. I mean, no. if that, that's all true. And nobody should be. Right. That That's my thing is this, we got to talk about it. We can't just sweep it under the rug. I mean, it's on ESPN right now. It's the third story down under a college basketball link. I mean, come on. that's Seriously? That's, but that's ESPN. I mean, I, I don't exactly go there for competence, so that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Just saying. Trust me, if they smell blood in the water, it doesn't matter who it is, they will jump on it for the clicks. Well, it's number one on Bleacher Report. It's the top article there, and that's a pretty reputable source. But, again, interesting. Definitely worth the conversation. Honda, wait. Women put their vaginas in my head all the time. I suddenly feel violated. She was a trainer or a masseuse? I think she was a trainer. She was a trainer. If it's true, normally a team would fire him. Not exactly applicable now, right? Well, no, 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 no. This was while he was in college. He was not a professional. He was wait, a so University of So this is like literally 18 to 20 years ago. This was 1996? Because he's drafted in 98. Yeah, it had to be like I was just graduating high school. Right. 20 so, years yeah. sounds right. No, 20 years. 20 yeah. years. And, this, and I guess this is what bothers me. If this meant, if this was that big a deal to this woman, and I can't imagine it wouldn't be. It certainly would be to me. And to your point, if this was my daughter or my wife, my sister, whoever, yeah, it would be a huge deal for me. Why would I now wait this entire time? Maybe it is the ultimate vengeance. Maybe it's... Okay, now I'm going to come out with my story, and I'm going to ruin whatever well, you know, to be fair, legacy she you didn't left. bring this up. To be fair, she didn't bring this up. The allegations that are being placed in this this whole 74. This and that's why I said who started yeah, this. this? Isn't who's for looking her. into this? Okay, who? Yeah, and so again, who launched this investigation? That's and why? a great question. Let's bring up the article, find out. But it wasn't her. I can promise you that. I, what, from my understanding, where I'm getting really? is that she was paid. To keep essentially, so shut. listen. That obviously, take, if that's true, if if she was paid, uh, that's a factor. I mean, it certainly goes into it. If she well, yeah, and she's nothing, violating. But... I'm sure she's violating of the uh, her uh, uh, non-disclosure agreement, which I'm sure was attached to it. Which is, you keep your mouth shut, we'll pay you lots of money. You go away. Uh, yeah, alleged patent assault cited in University of Tennessee. This is from the BleacherReport.com. Uh, Peyton Manning sexual assault cover-up alleged in New York. Okay, it's New York Daily News. So right there, that's a blow to your credibility. No, because it's on no, Bleacher no, Report and ESPN. I mean, if it's they're not a, carrying the story about it being in the New York Daily News, they're not running it themselves. There's a difference. Yeah, but with go ahead, article, read it. Go ahead, read it. Read, read, read. Peyton Manning. Sean King. Okay, there's another huge blow to your credibility. Not looking good so far for the anti-Peyton uh, group. That guy. Well, first of all, asshole. my credibility. I'm not. The, I'm not the one who threw no, my no, balls no, in someone's no, face. No, I'm not saying that. I, I'm just saying that. It should definitely – my whole thing here is that it just needs to be talked about. It can't just be, oh, like, I don't want this to be next Monday. No one's talking about it. That's bullshit. Like, if, if something happened, it should be – Now, if you, do you know who Sean it. King is? No, I don't know. I don't know who Sean King is. Okay, well, go ahead and read it. Or just Let's go through – it's our opening story. Let's go with it. Go ahead and read it. All right, Peyton Manning's reputation has been called into question due to his alleged involvement in a sexual assault during his time at University of Tennessee. A sweeping lawsuit filed by six former female students against the University of Tennessee last week argues its athletic department has long condoned hostile sexual environment, stretching back to the mid-90s, citing nearly a dozen instances of former student-athletes accused of sexual assault, including Manning, according to Tessians Anita Wadhami. Now, my first question is, these six students that are doing this, are any one of them tied to the Peyton Manning thing? Because it says, if they're saying, look, there is a history of this, 
of them going around and and sweeping shit under the rug and, and everything else. And then they use as an example what happened to the Peyton Manning thing back in the mid in the nineties. It is Sean King. This is the asshole that was part of the the Black Lives Movement. He's a white guy. Two white parents, four white grandparents, claimed and told everybody he was a black guy and soaked people for tens of millions of dollars to build his own organization to fight for black rights, only to find out that he was embezzling all the money. And then it comes out that, yeah, he's not really a black guy. He's a white guy pretending to be a black guy. So uh, there. So Go Sean, ahead. So Sean King of the yes. New York Daily News is in court documents. Um, he's you know apparently saying there's court documents from 2003 that were recently obtained. And it was alleged that in 96, Manning sexually assaulted Dr. Jamie, not uh, right. Who, doctor. Wow. Okay. Right. Who was serving as the associate athletic trainer for the volunteers football program. To me, that's so, a bigger deal than just a trainer. Right. So what I'm saying is Sean King didn't write these documents that he's found. He's reporting it. So I get that you're saying, but that's not his credibility. Tr- he's yeah, just putting them out there. The documents uh, are going to say what they say. Go on. Continue. So per the document, which was drafted by Nowright's lawyer when Nowright was examining, and I apologize if I'm saying her name right, I don't know how it's pronounced, Manning's foot for a potential stress fracture, he allegedly forcibly maneuvered his naked testicles and rectum directly on her face with his penis on top of her head. How does he pull it off and her not react? That well, seems kind of weird he, to me. If she was working on his foot, he could throw her foot up behind her and pull her in. He's a professional athlete. I mean, it's not going to be hard for him to pull was her in. a professional at the time. Well, I'm saying, I mean, I'm assuming he's strong he was working out and he was younger he's not an old feeble man like he is now but so manning reportedly denied the incident um while no superior and athletic trainer mike rollo said it was an accident that occurred when manning mooned teammate malcolm saxon saxon denied that explanation and claimed that he lost his eligibility at tennessee for not going along with this story in a letter sent to manning according to king continue well this is this is a quote from Saxon, though, right, go ahead. the teammate who was reportedly mooned. First, I have stuck to my same story throughout this drama. I told Mike Rollo the next day and Coach Philip Fulmer a week or two afterwards. I had nothing to hide at that point, and I have nothing to hide today. I have never been on Jamie's side or on your side, contrary to what the athletic department was telling you and telling her. I stuck to the truth, and I lost my eligibility for it. My redshirt request sat on Mike Rollo's desk for months as the process was going forward. I'm not angry about it anymore, just getting a little tired of it. Peyton, you messed up. I still don't know why you dropped your drawers. Maybe it was a mistake, maybe not, but it was definitely inappropriate. Please take some personal responsibility here and own up to what you did. I never understood why you didn't admit to it. Now right left the University of Tennessee soon after. She and Manning reportedly agreed to not discuss the alleged incident publicly as part of a settlement. Interesting. So she did get paid. Continue. Yeah, she got paid off is what it sounds like. Which to me lends her credibility if you're getting any money. If, look, if there's no story there. If it was accidental. And granted, neither of us know all the details yet, but I mean, I agree that's a factor. She later took a job at Florida Southern College, but on May 16, 2001, she received transcripts from a book written by Manning and his father, Archie, titled Manning, in which disparaging things were written about her. So essentially, Manning put out a book and wrote a bunch of shit about her. Now, to me, that would seem to violate... Again, I don't know what the agreement would be, but I would think neither one of them can mention the other at all, period, don't talk and about that, And that was the agreement, was that they weren't to bring it up. So this led to her losing her job at Florida Southern College and also prompted her to file Okay, so she did file a lawsuit. lawsuit at that time. Okay. So per King, Peyton Manning accused Nowright of regularly using vulgar language, which is something several Tennessee football players and colleagues of Nowright's denied. Who the fuck cares if she was? Who cares if she's a foul mouth? 
Right. I mean, I don't know why why Peyton is even using that. That to me is is like weak to use that as an excuse for anything. Um, but uh, you know, this next part's good. Also, Manning ghostwriter John Underwood said under oath that Archie suggested to him that Nowright was going into the dorms and having sex with a large number of black student athletes, which was also never substantiated. So, look, just saying when you're guilty, usually those are the people that are shooting out excuses. They're deflecting. But usually I find it weird that they would go after her well after the fact. Once it's been done, you've paid her off. She can't talk about it. You can't talk about it. It's under you know the radar. It's gone. Why the hell would you then put it in a book and make a deal of it again? That seems stupid to me. Right. It does. It seems extremely <sighs> ignorant. And so the lawsuit was settled for an undisclosed amount, hence the payoff. Twice. Um, because she's he, twi- she's he, apparently, twice he apparently fucked up, yeah. said something we weren't supposed to, so That's they paid right. her more. That's yeah, so what it sounds twice. like. Right, right, right. While both Mel Antonin and, and Kristen Brennan wrote stories about the document on US Today in 2003... Per King, many within the media were recently unaware of the allegations, including ESPN's Sarah Spain. The details come to light during a time when Manning's NFL future is up in the air. After winning Super Bowl 50, most expect the 39-year-old to retire, but he has been noncommittal. Don't care about his noncommittal retirement, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Manning also has recently dealt with accusations that he received HGH which uh, I, now that to help with his neck injury, I think which is already blown up and taken care of. Sure. When the entire news organization closes business right. and tries to get out before the lawsuits start arriving, that tells me everything I need to know. So anyway, that's where we are right now. Um, we'll see what comes out. I think there's going to be a lot more, obviously, put out this week. Oh, yeah. Blood in the water right. now. It's pretty crazy stuff. Uh, if, if this is true, then, okay, so let's say this did happen 20 years ago. And again, I ask you, what do you think should happen? What would you do? I mean, does the NFL take any action? Should they? I can they? It's and it depends on it depends on what parts of it are true. Well, let's say everything that's been alleged actually did in fact happen. Look, man, that's sec- dude. Look, if he threw his junk in her face, that's fucking sexual assault, man. That's that's ridiculous. Like, okay, regardless of if they uh, settled on it or not, I get that you could say like that's a factor on her part. But man, I don't care. If you're in college, man. You're you're not a child. You're in college. You know better than to throw your balls in another girl's face forcibly. That's sexual assault. Oh, I don't man. disagree. But like, if you got to be done, you can't listen. But she got paid. She won. Then Pete then Rose was made... Pete Rose was banned from the Hall of Fame for gambling. I mean, if that guy is a sexual, if he sexually assaulted a girl, that's two very different things. I'm just saying, man. Like, there's got to be something done. You can't say, oh, but, well, you're but, banned so, okay, from playing wait, the NFL. Wait, He's wait, done wait, anyway. Wait, wait. That's my point. It's, wait, something was done. She was paid out. They had an agreement. He fucked up again in a book. She sued his ass. He lost or paid her out. That's twice. Twice she got paid out. Twice she was vindicated. What now, 20 years later, why should he be? And my question is, if any punishment is due, it's already been taken care of. It was addressed at the time. Whether you liked the outcome or not is irrelevant. The point is, it was addressed. I think the biggest factor is, does she want there to be any further action? If she comes out and it she says... It doesn't sound like to me like she's a part of this. It sounds like six other ladies had a problem or saying, now look at this example, which is probably the most popular of your most famous athlete. Even he was an asshole when he was on campus, right. and you didn't do anything about it 20 years ago. Right. Well, listen, I'm not the best person to ask. You know, like one of my big pet peeves is just any kind of like 
child, and this is the field I worked in, child or female abuse. If you know, like a guy's forcibly throwing his nuts in a girl's face, I'm going to have a huge issue. I'm this not the best doctor, person to ask. Which means this is a woman, probably right. older than he is, and, and I'm surprised that. I mean, I throw the book at him personally. I'm not the best person to ask, but, but can you throw the book at him 20 years after the yeah, fact? I, I mean, mean, look, are you the same person you were 20 years ago? No, but you think I, when I was in college, I wasn't sexually assaulting people, though, and, and I didn't hide. If this is all true, I didn't hide it. Have my daddy help me write a book and chastise or drag her teeth through the mud. That's if all that's get, true, that's, that's brutal, man. Yeah. Like, if he ruined this, derailed this woman's career and then paid her off because he's like, oh, fuck, sorry, I ruined your life. I mean, if that's all true, dude, that's humongous. It's not like just a random ball throw. Fuck. I mean, it depends on what's true, you know? Uh, and again, for the sake of argument, let's say all of it is true. What do you do about it now? Right. I mean, do you take away his fortune? Do you kick him out of the NFL? Do you ban him from the Hall of Fame saying what you did in college 20 years ago because you pulled a, a prank on your on your doctor where it was borderline sexual assault? <laughs> That's not borderline. If you force your nuts in a girl's face and like against her will, that's sexual assault. That's not borderline sexual assault. I'm just saying. I, I guess it would, I, I, I don't know the, the very definition of it, but either way, there's. It's disgusting. I think the definition is if the girl's fighting it and you're forcing it onto her, that's like, you know what I mean? I, as, See, I, I think it was, and knowing college kids and college guys, and you do the same, being in a locker room, I could I could see what happened. She's working on his foot. He gets the eyes of a couple of his teammates like, hey, watch this. Like teabags or whatever, like, ha, ha, ha. Okay, asshole. If like if so if I think it was again my my guess is it was I'm gonna act like a hard ass in front of yeah, all the buddies more than in the likely, locker room. And he was quit. the SEC king. He was sure. like, he was the king of campus. I imagine yeah. that that was an element. But again, it depends on her. It depends on how she portrayed it. Obviously, you know, it's the, one thing if it was like a quick thing and she was like, oh, "What the fuck, you're an asshole," and she didn't have that big of a deal with it. But if he's like shoving it in there and torturing her, I mean, it, honestly, like, it all depends on what Hawk happens. Hawkeye. I sense the social justice warrior in you. SJW. I never thought I'd see that labeled you SJW. Look, man. Look, all I'm saying is that's a humongous deal. Sexual assault. Yeah, that pisses me off. Sure, social justice, wherever you want to call it. I got a problem with it. If you're like shoving your shit in a girl's face against her will, I'm gonna have an issue with it. That's just me. But again, do I? I'm not a judge. I don't know what should happen 20 years later. I. It depends on a lot of things, a lot of facts. I understand what you're saying. It's weird that it's coming out now. She had to have had some kind of a say in that, like payoff wise, I'm sure. So that factors in, but it just sounds like to me that she's not involved in in bringing this up at all. I think it's again, and that's what I want to know is the reason why the report, why the investigation happened at all. Six other women are accusing the university, and to me, that's a bigger deal. Yeah, sure. Now six other incidents, and I want to know about their stories. Yeah, what are they accusing the university of? And unfortunately. The story is going to be what Peyton Manning did 20 years ago, right. not what is university, what's happening there now. So to be fair to him, these six women aren't accusing Peyton, to be clear. They're accusing the university. Peyton was just Correct. that one. He's, so this isn't Bill Cosby. It's not 20 women on one guy. No, it's just using the most famous example they can find to further their argument, which is, look, this shit's been going on for 20 years. Remember what Peyton Manning got away with? Because I'm sure the, the rank-and-file people don't know that. Right. Now, if you're a, a football fan or you've been paying attention— Again, this is not, you know, this is common knowledge to most people that something like this happened. There's the other um, thing that he's been accused of, which is having an affair with another woman, only to find out, maybe not have had an affair. It might have been with the blessing and having been joined in by his wife at some point. Sure. 
And then that kind of didn't get any legs because everybody denied it. The wife, he, the wife did, he did, the woman did. So it kind of died off. But again, it's a story that's out there. It's not hard to find if you go looking for it. Well, anywho, we shall see. So it's out there. We'll see what happens. And but... that is a big story. Yeah, and big I story, think man. that, you know what? And it's one of those things kind of like what happened to um, uh, uh, Paterno at the end there at Penn State. Everything he had done for 30-some years all came down, erased, ignored, and forgotten because of what he didn't do to protect some kids from sexual assault from a guy on his own staff. Everything he had done prior to that, good, bad, or indifferent, all the charity work, doesn't make a lick of difference because no one's ever going to remember it. All they're going to remember is that he did not protect a bunch of kids from some asshole pedophile. Yeah, and it's and hard I mean, for me to shed any tears for him either because he didn't. Man. Yeah, I mean, it, that's a, and that's obviously a much bigger, more wide-scale case, but I get what you're saying. I mean, it's always it's always weird when something happens 20, 30 years ago and then it gets brought up today. You're like, wow. Well, because the way we look at things today is not the same. I mean, people get something in it. There is nothing people like more than destroying someone else, especially someone they see on top of the pillar is this is a good guy. Not And again, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm simply saying people love tearing stuff down, especially in today's climate where you know, as Zonalith made the joke about the SJW, people are out there. There's millions of them. They want nothing more than to, and we, have, in fact, well, listen, we have a story for this later for Twitter to have it their particular worldview looked at. I don't jump. I'm not a soapbox type of guy. I don't jump on top. I mean, how many times do you really hear me ranting about shit on here? But what I'm saying is, if it's sexual assault, man, like, and it's somebody like Peyton Manning, it's got to be talked about. That's all I'm saying. I think it should be talked about regardless of who it is. Now, it's going to have more legs because it's a guy who's, you know, been a squeaky clean type of personality. At least that's what he's portrayed to everybody all these years. All the millions he's done in charity, quietly, never looking for any kind of, of recognition. And, and it, you know, you know what's crazy? Have you ever seen his wife? And now, yes. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, I've never seen that dude's wife. I know he's married. On pictures, you know, here and there. But, right. He but, portrays himself in his ads like he's some, you know, lonely bachelor. But that's actually, and, and I've seen the interviews, they both decided that long ago. Kind of like yeah. what uh, what Matt Damon does the same thing. I guess Do you know I who would... Matt Damon's married to? No, no, no one does. That's because they point. want their private life private, yeah. and the wife doesn't want to be in a limelight. Yeah, she doesn't a... want the attention. That's fair. If they're like, ah, it's really And I don't blame her. I don't want the attention either. I want the money, but you can keep the fame. Right. So we kind of jumped into that one, right? I mean, it's a hot take right off the bat because it, it's a story that's ongoing. It, it just kind of broke. So well, having... I just thought it was funny because I go on Facebook and it's all like, fuck Kim Newton, he's such a pansy. And then this comes out and I just thought it was kind of funny. Okay, well, that cause... doesn't change my opinion of Cam Newton. He is a pansy. Well, I, and you he know, did, you know. I just thought it was hilarious because the golden boy all of a sudden is, you know, maybe not so sweet. Okay, but that, I mean, what's, how does that affect the cost of tea in China? It doesn't. I well, the fact that that Peyton Manning may or may not be a douchebag is oh, it fine. It just made me chuckle. I'm it doesn't it... change anything about Cam Newton because yeah. Cam Newton, yeah, he played like shit. He did jump away like a pussy. He threw a temper tantrum in the end zone on the sidelines, and then in the press conference, he basically sent his own guys up a river and said, "Fuck all of you." That is not leadership from a guy who's supposed to be the you know the second coming of Peyton Manning in the NFL. Cam Newton, yeah. as a player, right now is the finest quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to defend. Cam Newton right now. There's nothing Obviously, to you can't. Yeah, I, I again just kind of was funny the contrast because all my newsfeed was just like, oh, look, check out Peyton Manning. This is how a real man does it. And then it's like, eh, he might have assaulted a girl. So kind of funny. In I mean, the context of the game, yes, Peyton Manning was all class. In the context of the game, for all we know, Peyton Cam Newton's got 
murdered three people in his past. Who the hell knows? Fucking Ray Lewis killed a guy, and he's got a statue outside of a stadium. Jamal Lewis played for the for the uh, Browns and the Ravens while he was running cocaine across state lines. Oh, we forgot about that, didn't we? No, I didn't forget about okay. any of that. I, I'm not defending any of that. I'm just saying it was Let's funny. Let's see. Then we've got, what, Robbie Alomar's in the Hall of Fame. He's a spitter. He spit on the umpires. Um, then there's Matt Laud, who played for the Indians. He clocked his girlfriend in the face with a telephone. Johnny Manziel, shit. Not a scareless. A week goes by where that guy's not involved in something, and yet he's in the NFL. By the way, the Browns. Hopefully not for long. You know, they at this point it, they may be lucky if it's just a fine. Let's hope. But if that's true, that they. Do they, you think they? But the Browns I actually think covered up for him. I. Uh, at that point, I everything that's going on, I just know. can't see them covering up for the for Manziel. I, after all the shit he's pulled, I can see him saying, "You know what? You're on your own, fuckwad. We're not going to bother covering you up." But dude, why would we? Loaded. I think you could just even smell it. Like I, I really find it hard to believe that they didn't know he was drunk. If he was that wasted, and it's Johnny Manziel, he was probably that wasted. Right. Mm. Crazy stuff. But anyway, so we have some topics to get to this evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we, other than that one we just covered, uh, if you're just tuning in late, uh, Lulu is actually in the building. She's just sick. So she's not actually on microphone, so it's Hawkeye and I this evening. Um, we've got uh, some stories about Quantum Break not being on Steam. I want to talk about the Twitter uh, thought police, the Orwellian thought police that are now going into effect. And that is some scary shit. Here's some news on Baldur's Gate. Uh, this is kind of funny. A man accused of tossing a gator into a Wendy's drive through window. Always good for a laugh. I want to talk about Hearthstone. And several of you over the past uh, week and a half have asked about me to recap some of my old war stories from the Ultimate Line days, all the shit we got into. Uh, I also want to recap what happened at the Super Bowl, because it's been two weeks since we were here last. Not to mention the Iowa caucuses happened, the New, York, the New Hampshire primaries happened, we've had a couple debates. I did make some predictions on my Word of the Emperor for my patrons. So we have a lot to get to, but real quick, Hawkeye, how was your week? Man, you know what, winter, honestly, I... I hibernate, dude. I don't. I'm. I fucking cannot stand winter. I'm. I. I can't stand cold, ice, snow, any of it. I usually just catch up on, you know, movies and shows. Went through the first season of Better Call Saul. Phenomenal. Really good stuff. That's the Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, spinoff. Much better than I thought it was gonna be. I obviously, saw Deadpool. Terrific. What'd you think of Deadpool? Terrific. Won't. I don't know who's seen it. Who's that hasn't? Obviously, won't drop any spoilers. But I thought it was really good. I really liked it a lot, actually. I. It was surprising to me how much money was used to. It was only a fifty-eight million dollar budget, right? And I was I, I was reading some of the predictions that most of the uh, movie studios and the uh, analysts have predicted Deadpool to open up about fifty-five million to low end, seventy million at the high end, and no one expected it to do that well. One hundred and fourteen, one hundred thirty-five. Oh, I'm sorry, one hundred thirty-five. Yeah, they said it highest they're, they're, for for a rated R movie. Uh, for February highest February biggest Ooh. opening for rated R. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny to me because I'm like, well, has anybody read the internet for the last three months? Because that's all anybody's talked about is fucking Deadpool. Yeah, and we talked a little off air about this. The only negative is that a lot, you know, you see a lot of the jokes in the previews, but you know, the way they described it was, "Look, man, we had to to advertise the shit out of this, sure, because you know it was a rated R movie. We weren't sure how we were going to do. We needed to get a lot of traction. I get it." Hopefully for the sequels that won't be a problem. I mean, people who follow superheroes and comics know who Deadpool is, but the you know your average show you know moviegoer probably doesn't. Right. You say, "Oh, the Incredible Hulk." Okay, I know it's a big green guy who gets mad. I get that. 
I understand. Deadpool, no idea. Kind of looks like Spider-Man. Okay, now he's got a ninja sword. He makes jokes. Okay, what's his story? So, yeah, I mean, you had to show all the good, a lot of the good stuff just to get people talking like, okay, I cannot miss this movie. Well, good stuff, a.k.a. raunchy, because I think the big thing was we don't want parents taking their kids to this no. and then chastising us. So they were very yeah. upfront about, like, this is going to be raunchy as hell, yeah. which was the smart move. No Firefly references. I was pissed about that. The girlfriend. No, I'm just what, not, I'm just reading? nodding. I'm just nodding. Okay, no, okay. I just because this radio and they can't see you nod. No, I mean I just wasn't gonna. I'm not saying anything because I don't. Well, I mean that's the not a spoiler. They didn't make a Firefly reference. That's not a spoiler. Yeah, I mean, I'm just watching my words because I'm I'm the guy who will like accidentally say something and then. Oh fuck them! Who cares? <laughs> Unless they're a patron, I don't really care who they are. You're listening to this on freaking Valentine's Day. <laughs> which means either you don't have a Valentine, which means you're a lonely soul listening to us, or you're listening to this on podcast because you had something else going on Friday night or Saturday night, Sunday night. Shit! Wow, you'll Dude, get there. Uh, you'll get there. Uh, next Saturday will be. I'm sorry. Next Sunday will be the first day I've had off in almost a month. Ooh. That's. I mean, tomorrow. You know, at the at the company I work with, they give us most of the federal holidays. Tomorrow's when they do give us. I still got to work the store. So it's President's Day. Yeah. What's tomorrow? President's Day. Yes. But I still got to work at the store, so I'm not I, I'm technically still working. I did overtime on Saturday. I worked all day today. Uh, God, it was just, you know, I'm, I come home, and Lulu sounds like a foghorn. She's coughing up a storm. Like, all right, you're useless to me. Get out of here. Go die elsewhere, quietly, please. Apparently useless to her phone sex customers, too. Well, yeah, because no one wants to call and you hear that, what would you like me to do to you? <laughs> Oh, baby. I'm sure there's a fetish for that, though. Put it where it doesn't belong. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's a fetish for I'm that. Sure there's there a fetish is. for everything. And those guys... Those, Smokers th- Anonymous. Listen, those kind of guys I, are the ones who pay the big money, man. The super creepy fetish guys, those are the guys who really <laughs> shell out. You know what I mean? Deep pocketbooks and nowhere yeah. else to go with it. Right. They know what they are. So what did you think of the Super Bowl overall? I mean, look... It, uh, it had that feel the entire game like it was over. Like it, every the entire Super Bowl, all I kept thinking was, this is not even a game. Even when it was quote-unquote close, it never felt like the Panthers were in the game. When I looked at them playing, and you talked about Cam Newton, it just didn't look like they wanted to be there. But this is a, but this is a team of destiny. I mean, it was all it was in the crazy. bag. There was a lot of reports coming out that Cam Newton was partying up like a madman leading up to the Super Bowl and that he may have been... He's 26, man. Like, I don't doubt that. Pulled out a man... Okay, it's Super Bowl week. Do you think Peyton Manning at 26 years old would have been doing that? Probably not. He was pulling a Manziel. You are the best quarterback in the that's, NFL. No, because Man, Manziel gets drunk on a Tuesday at 11 a.m. He's If he's getting drunk when he's at the Super Bowl, Well, I mean, apparently Cam Newton's quite the party different. himself. He's just a lot smarter about it. I mean, and that, he probably doesn't overdo it either. Manziel? No, 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 no. Cam Newton. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> no, Manziel has no off switch. Uh, it's gonna, you know, I, Look, if you get drunk at the Super Bowl, man, I can't fault you for that. Dude, like you're getting drunk the weekend you're at the fucking Before Super Bowl. Before the Super Bowl? Yeah, I can fault you. It's the know. biggest game of your life. I understand it, though. It's like There's an entire team, an entire city, an entire league of sport resting upon your shoulders, especially when you've self-anointed yourself as the second coming in the NFL. I'm not defending it. I'm saying right. I understand it. I can understand no, I, I, why you would drink if you made it to the Super Bowl. Oh, I can see if you drink if you won the Super Bowl. Absolutely. I don't. I, I. I. Again, I would be so focused on the game. Now, of course, right. it's easy for me to say because I don't drink. But I'm not that kind of person either. I. I am much more self-disciplined. I'm much more. 
I am very competitive. I am call it, call it target fixation. I got to play to win. I got to win. This is why I'm here. We're at 17 and one. We're a team of destiny. So, and we're going up against Peyton Manning in his last game. So, Devil's Advocate, think of it from his side. All right, you're and again not defending him, just Devil's Advocate. Right, you're 26. Okay, you're there with your best friend Steph Curry. It's California. It's beautiful out. You basically can get whatever the hell you want. You're rich as hell. I can understand what happened. I'm again not defending him, but I get it. If you win the Super Bowl, you have that much more behind you now to do whatever you well, that's want. That's easy to say in retrospect, but if Curry's like, let's go party, let's do it, whatever. Like, then you need you know, to be better to, be to like, know. Steph Curry should know better having just won a, a championship himself. For the record, I'm, I don't know that Curry did anything. I'm just saying. I'm just, you know. Right, no, no, I, I understand the point. I get where, the, where it came from. Right. It's all there, but it is. It's ta- Vegas, right, it is target fixation. That's exactly what it is. And, and Again, but that's me. I see what the goal in front of me. That's what I'm working towards. Fuck the rest of it. It's all you know. It's all bullshit. If I win the Super Bowl, I'm pulling ass from from coast to coast. Everybody's going to know my come on. name. Cam Newton's going to pull ass anyway. That's not. I mean, uh, come on. Listen, he's 26. You don't have the respect now. He's of your a good peers. looking dude. He's rich. Res- but again, respect in the NFL is everything. Look, it's a testosterone driven sport. That's why I like it. It's you know a man's game. Guess what? The act that he pulled bef- during the game, after the game, that respect is gone. So his quote was after the game. Well, it wasn't directly after the game. Obviously, he walked off. I agree, bitch move. I, everyone agrees. He would agree. But his quote was, listen, show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. Here's, I'll, put, I'll put my money on this. I'll put my pride on this. Next year, he'll be in the same position, going to the Super Bowl. He'll probably win it, and then all that stuff from this year is going to be overshadowed. That's what's ultimately going to happen. I don't know if it I, – I think he's got to go. There's a lot that he now has to do to make up for what sure, he did. Because sure. people are always going to remember, and they're always going to hold against him when he danced back because he didn't want to get hurt going for a fumble that he caused, of his temper tantrum in the end zone, slamming the, the turf and yelling, or on the end zone, kicking his helmet and throwing a, a fit when he lost. Uh, the show starts at 7 o'clock, as it always does. 7.15. So those <laughs> coming into – who knows? Good, and this is the person who's supposed to be, you know, working for the show. Uh, it started at seven fifteen. We always start in and around seven o'clock, as always. So those trickling into IRC, which I, you know what, and I forgot I did not give out the IRC information. But every time I do, I get yelled at, being told that I'm wrong. So I'm just not going to anymore. There we go. You can hit me up on Twitter at EmperorScore. It's not hard. I, but the game in and of itself. I mean, it looks. Listen, uh, I, my opinion. I think the ads every year are getting weaker. Every yeah, year, people are, are saying like, "Oh, this one was funny. This one was funny." And I'm like, "Listen, I remember growing up with like Bud Bowl. There was there was the uh, Budweiser fra- iguanas. There was you know like the eBay monkey. All this like I felt like all the ads were funny. And now I feel I like I want the Bud Bowl back. Yeah. I was that was that was thing when I was a kid. It's crazy. They man. can't do it. Well, we can't do it anymore because it's it's too you know kid friendly. R- really. Two kid, it's a beer commercial. Not to mention that all the ads are leaked before the Super Bowl. You yeah, already know about yes, most of them. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's really just gotten to the point where it's just, ha-ha, it's funny, this big star is doing something silly. That's not fucking funny. Yeah. Like, I, that's to me, that's cheesy pandering. Show me, like, a legitimately fun... The, the funniest commercials are people I don't even know. Just put on some funny ads. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have to be winning the lottery to get a funny ad in the Super right. Bowl. 
That's what it feels like, man. I shouldn't be hoping to get two, maybe three decent ones out of a three-hour broadcast, especially when you're spending $5 million for that TV ad spot. Yep. Not to mention, I, I, it was kind of the same thing when they were with the uh, uh, big bowl games for college football this year. Being sponsored by companies I've never heard of. Now, granted, that's what you kind of want to do. You want to get out there. Yeah. But still, it's... But you can't do get that something. One. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, you can't with the Super Bowl. It's all big name companies, obviously, because the price you have to pay. And, uh, you know, sure. it's, if it's either animals, babies, or a celebrity making a cameo doing something silly that a celebrity, oh, look, Betty White dabbed. Aha, it's hilarious. It's just, you know, they just, it, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the ads recently. I think they suck, but. Yes, I will go over the Ultimate Land stories, but that's that's later in the show, so stick with me. But okay, so there was like, was there one or two commercials that really stood out that you remember that you liked or hated? Or I mean, obviously the job of advertisement is to get it in your head so that you remember it after the fact. I have a Love, super random sense. I have a super random sense of humor. Normally, the shit I think is funny, most people think is stupid. I thought the Puppy Monkey Baby was I fucking knew it, hilarious. I knew, that was, I knew exactly that was what you were going to say. I thought it was fucking that. hilarious. Everybody remembered that, whether they loved it or hated most it, or people just thought, it. "What the fuck?" That's just trip is genius this? advertising. It was because everybody remembers it. Yeah, and it, it's weird as shit. But I thought personally, I thought it was hilarious. I thought him going Rick James saying "fuck your couch," kicking chips on it, licking him in the face—that was hilarious to me. But again, even if people thought it was stupid, they remembered it was Mountain Dew. Watching Secret Hitler. Oh, the game. I guess TV and Civic are playing it tonight. Any other ones other than that that you liked? See, and here's the thing. Now I have to stop and think back. I do remember the one commercial I think it was from last year I thought was very funny, which was all these small little companies all collected enough money to get an ad because they couldn't do it on their own. So it was just these two people running around their kitchen you know, opening up and showing all these different these you know different brands of stuff. Like here's you know this chili and toothpaste, and and they're trying to race through to see how many different names they can get in in thirty right. seconds. And then at the end, it's just like one giant machine gun. You know, splooge onto the front uh, of the uh, screen of all these different logos from all these different companies that chipped in amounts of money for the ad. That to me right. was funny. It was clever. It was original. Creative, original. People remember it. But... Couldn't tell. I couldn't remember one single one of those companies. I just remember the ad. And that's what's crazy. Yeah. How hard is it to advertise? If you think about, like, you just have to not be afraid. Harder to, to think. Because people aren't going to be like, oh, you know what? Puppy Monkey Baby was so stupid that I'm never drinking Mountain Dew again. That's not going to happen. You just have to do something that people are going to look it up and remember. Shit, I do remember. Okay, Vega brings up a good one. The Audi commercial. I did remember that one. The anticipation. Which one was Audi? It was like, it was like a minute long. It was kind of, you know, you're kind of waiting for something to happen, and then it ends just the Audi car. Okay, that's that whole thing, and that was it. What was the other one? That um, shit. I'm trying to remember. You know, I you know, I tell you what, Hawkeye. It god damn, it's a problem. I can't remember. I'm not remembering a lot of what. Other than that stupid, the baby monkey for Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's the only one. I, that you know jumps. what I thought was clever? You know which one I thought was clever? Uh, T-Mobile, not the Drake one. The um. Drake and the Drake was, one got leaked too. Everybody did yeah, that. Drake one. one was moderately funny. The one, the, but the one yeah. that was creative was uh, when all like the balls were dropping. It was showing like it was starting the Verizon commercial. Oh, and then and he had, goes, uh, Steve, Steve Harvey goes, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I got this wrong. That was pretty creative. I'll give him that. That was pretty except creative. He, Steve Harvey's already done other commercials like that for the companies yeah. where he's made fun of himself. But I remember it. Yeah, it, and true. I don't okay, remember yeah, that. That's minute. right. Okay, good point. And that was the whole. That's obviously the goal of advertising. Who did the one uh, where the sheep were singing Queen? It was a car I commercial. I don't know, but I did find that one funny. I can't, I liked it. I like Queen, but I don't remember the car company. Shit. 
But then advertisement has failed us. We remember the sheep, <laughs> but not <laughs> what exactly what company they were supposed to be repping. Thanks for the enjoyable commercial, yeah, random car company. Fail. As for the game itself, I thought it was very uh, Cleveland Browns-esque, yeah. which I hate to say that is my home team, but, I mean, fumbles and lack of touchdowns, interceptions, missed field goals, penalties all over the place, stupid penalties. Way too many penalties. Tantrums. Way too many A penalties. garbage... Uh, 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 episode from both quarterbacks. I mean, Peyton Listen, Manning, man, I wasn't expecting anything because he's broken down. Von Miller is a beast. Yeah, yes, And well-deserving of what he got. There's a lot of things of that MVP. are coming out now about, and I saw a clip that was really interesting with Michael Orr on skates, like literally sliding back because of the turf. So the turf that played was a garbage factor. turf. Everybody was, was A lot of them were talking about yeah. it. But the point is, Von Miller still put him on skates. At the end of the day, that dude is just... Actually, no. I'm sorry. Ware was up against Orr. But still, Ware is pretty decent himself. They just, I mean, their front is so good. And they're really built to play against, if you think about it, they're built to play against Cam because they're a spy, get sure. to the quarterback quick type of defense, and that's what you have to have they against They physically them. molested the Panthers. Now, when Cam Newton decided to run, he actually got some yardage. He did like 60 yards. And then they went away from but him then, the second Yeah, half. yeah I, and I didn't understand that. You think they would have made that adjustment and kept on going it because their pass game wasn't working. Their run game wasn't working. Right. You know, and they'd claw themselves back into it, but like you said, and I have no rooting interest in it. I guess I, I kind of wanted to see, and this is before everything has come out, I wanted to see Manning win and run off into the side. The sunset a lot of people and be wanted that. And I'm glad that he did. But at the same time, I had no rooting interest. But I, I, at no point that I thought, you know, after the after the start of the game, the way the Panthers began, and, it, you know, the Broncos jumped out to that lead, I'm like, okay, look, everything's going Denver's way. And it rarely swings the pendulum the other direction. And it didn't. They kept the momentum the whole game. That early defensive touchdown really set the tone for the game. Oh, sure it did. I mean, because it shocked everybody. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. They lost a fumble and scored a touchdown. We don't need Which, Peyton to score anymore. We just need Peyton to hold the lead. That's an obvious statement that set the tone. But that's when I physically saw Cam checking out. Like, fuck this. He, he just, when I looked at him, he wasn't into it. Man. And that's now what you want in your leader in the biggest game of your career, the biggest game of... You're right. What are the chances that I'm a lot of these guys that. are getting... Right. And that's my problem with Cam Newton, because I had... I was pretty high on the guy going into it, and I didn't care for his LeBron James comments leading up to it and all the antics. But you know what? Again, like you said, he's 26. He's the most famous player in the NFL. Listen, Peyton Manning has looked like shit in Super Bowls before. Yeah, ben Roethlisberger has. has looked like shit in more than one Super Bowl. Sure. Uh, and But they've won. But they've won. But again, the but again... It just goes to show you that, like, I know people are fixated on the now, but his legacy isn't written yet. I'm telling you, he'll bounce back from it. You don't think that he's going to learn from something like this. I find that he will. but I hope he does. We'll see. But I agree. There's no defense for some of the stuff he did. But I, the his LeBron James comment really turned me off. And I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? If Cam Newton got on a plane and flew to China, nobody have a clue who the fuck he is. If he goes anywhere in Europe or Australia, no one's going to have a goddamn clue he is. People in the United States, the NFL is the most popular sport we have. You put LeBron James anywhere else in the world, and they know who he is. You take a picture of Michael Jordan, and you go anywhere in the world, they know who Michael is. Basketball, baseball are international sports. It's funny that you bring that's a good point. because The don't NFL think the is NFL... not. Outside, the, outside the, the bounds of the United States, no one cares about American football. Well, you know what it is? The NFL is the only sport that they don't play against other countries internationally, like in the Olympics that's or right. anything. Yeah, yeah. There's no international play, so why would they? That, no. they, and they've tried. I mean, remember the 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 European NFL that failed. <laughs> you know, they tried doing it in a, a couple different uh, countries. Remember the XFL. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, and I didn't know this. I read an article recently that Vince McMahon, as late as 2013, was trying to bring that back. Really? Wow. I, didn't I know don't that. know. I mean, look, 
wrestling has not done well in the last decade. I can't imagine he's got a whole lot of money to just throw away. The CTE thing is going to kill that before he gets off the ground. Not to mention now Daniel Bryan's retiring because of concussions. I, See, I, I stopped think it's following gonna... wrestling a long time ago, but I, yeah, I heard I don't. That. I just saw on, the, on Bleacher Report, I don't follow wrestling. But my point is that these kind of things are going to kill a potential. Because XFL, sure. what, what is it built on? Big hits. It's going to take and the no one money. thing, right? It's going to take the one thing that people are having an issue with right now in the NFL. But the, uh, apparently, it enough people got you know cooler heads prevailed and said, "Hey, Vince, uh, no, hey Vince, you, you bomb, tried. Remember, this. it didn't work, <laughs> right? And you tried passing it off, saying, "Well, we've got eight owners for these teams." You didn't. Here's the thing: Vince McMahon owned all eight teams. Here's what Vince needs to understand, and it's not going to change. The reason the NFL is successful is because you have so many diehard fans that are invested in their teams, and right. that they're never going to feel that way about an XFL. Team. And it's taking decades to develop the game into a spectator right. sport, and the brand loyalty they have. You can't just pick up the sport. Look, people, it's weird. People are not diehard football fans by and large. They're diehard NFL fans, and there is a difference between the two. Because if there wasn't, college football would be infinitely more popular than the NFL. College football is pretty popular. It right is, now, but not in the NFL's. Uh, not the same thing. The show I never saw anything. True. Hey, is there a show I never saw anything pop up on Alpha Geek Radio? Now, see, that's weird because I've gone on there and I've said it to. Hey, we're on air. Empress Court, click live. Empress Court shows that we're on. Let me uh, let me hit over here and, and get this, but if not, I'll have to take it up with no was. Give me a second. Let me see if it uh, shows. I mean, we're I can hear our voices. We're talking. Okay, I forget we stream at a much because we're only streaming at fifty six. We're recording one twenty eight. Well, let me go to the website real quick just to see. It should be, but because I know they were doing BlizzCon coverage. Now it's a little. Icon. Uh, no, it still does not show mine. Okay. You know what? We're going to go into break here in a minute, and uh, I will make sure that I let Gnomewise know, because I, I guess this happens quite frequently. I thought this was taken care of, though. Apparently not. So what else happened in the two weeks we're gone? Well, what are we? Well, so covered Deadpool. We've covered the Super Bowl. Nothing else crazy happened in your life? Honestly, man, I'm telling you, I... I go into a coma during the winter. I don't really do much of note. Actually, we had a quite a bit, I had a quite a bit going on. Um, obviously, we had the Super Bowl. Uh, I paid attention. I put up a Worthy Emperor for it was a forty-five minute show. I re-recorded part of it because of everything been happening leading up to the Iowa caucuses. And I was surprised the way it it, it happened because all the polls had. Now, granted, a caucus works a lot differently than than an actual election or primary does. And I thought some pretty underhanded shit happened. Um, I thought Cruz got away with some stuff he probably shouldn't have, which really brought him down in my eyes. I was very disappointed to see that. And a lot of the conventional wisdom is, had he not pulled that nonsense with with Carson and everything else, that Trump very well might have won. And I can I, I can see that, because a lot of people believed, all right, when Ben Carson pulled out, when they alleged he had pulled out, and he hadn't, the people that were voting for Ben Carson stopped, and they changed their vote. Now, if they hadn't and it had kept them in Carson, the polls looked like Trump probably would have squeaked out a win in Iowa. Instead, those people who thought that Carson was gone, having been told by Cruz's people, turned around and then voted for Cruz. Regardless, that got wiped away in New Hampshire when you know Trump pretty much steamrolled to a victory there. It looks like he's going to win South Carolina. And i got to believe, Hawkeye, I, it's interesting. We now have to start actually legitimately talking about 
who could be a vice presidential candidate for Donald Trump. Because if he wins in South Carolina, I don't see him losing. Yeah, how many can, people just would die at the very thought of that conversation? It's hilarious to me. Uh, you know what? Uh, no one would have ever considered it as a legitimate conversation until now. Now you have to. Now there's no looking away. I don't think there's any question that he's going to be the Republican candidate in my mind. I don't think there's any question. The only question I have right now is whether or not Sanders is going to unseat, because Hillary's leading in every single state. Yeah, that's the, that's the that question, wasn't. is Sanders or Hillary. That's the, you know, that's the coin flip. I still think it's going to be Sanders. He's picking up a lot of steam. Uh, it's interesting. To, it's shades of 08 if that's the case, and that's assuming she doesn't get indicted, and there's more and more discussion that that is actually going to happen. Uh, there was that. I have put in a boatload of hours. I put in 67 hours last week. This week, I put in over 62 hours. It's just more and more and more and more and more, more work. Um, obviously, with Valentine's Day, that was kind of cool. Uh, I actually got to see a friend of mine I haven't seen in a while. Uh, in fact, long-time listener of the show, remember Eve. She stopped in the store today with uh, Tsunami Mike and their kids. So I was helping out with baseball stuff. It's kind of cool to see her. Happened in a while. Um, you know, it's just it, you've mentioned Eve a lot. I've never, I feel like, I've never, I can't put a face to it though. I think you've showed me pictures. Before. I, I, I might have, or Lulu showed you pictures of one of the two, but she was. Didn't uh, she move? You said where? no. She, I mean, she's still in the area. I, I used to work with her at, at my old job. She's still lives in the area. I don't, I don't see her talk to her very much, but she was the first uh, woman we ever had on the show. She was hilarious, and uh, <laughs> You think you got a lot of shit from the audience for Hawkins and everything else. Nothing like she got. Her and, and Legal Tender really got like, you know, waylaid by the audience. It was actually kind of funny. Legal Tender. Um, console fag, <clears throat> as they would have, have them called. You know, it's just, I, I didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night, which was very regrettable because Lord knows I needed it. And I'm, I'm hoping to, to catch up on that tomorrow. Melatonin, uh, man. I'm sorry? Melatonin, man. Yeah, well, it, it's not, it wasn't melatonin that was the problem. It was... Uh, a great deal of disappointment on a personal level with with some people, and and okay, very aggravated about that. But what are you going to do? Assuming something you're not ready to bring up yet? No, nah, it's it's not even something for for really for conversation on this. It's just on a personal level, it was just very aggravating and uh, out of line, and and but I, I suppose without, not surprising. So without bringing up the person, what was the infraction? What what was? What's the vein of the infraction? Banished link, player sounders, amp. Yeah, these these are where these came from. Um, I apologize, I was wrong. Uh, we got that actually. I think um, Little Rex the one that cut that up because she she never apologized for anything. <laughs> In fact, she wasn't even apologizing there. She was simply using that as she was being sarcastic, so we kept it. Oh fuck! Was another one because every time she got made fun of, which was uh, usually frequently like oh fuck. And we'd have to hear about it later. How did she handle it, like, when she was getting roasted on? Well, you know what? She, I, I tell you what, she she rolled with the punches pretty well. And I, I, I warned her going in, like, look. And keep in mind, this was back when when IRC was the, the best way to get in touch with the show as opposed to now where it's email and Facebook and Twitter and everything else. But we'd have 70, 80 people in, in IRC, and they'd be going at it once. It was She rolled with the punches pretty well. And then this one was we had a bet. Uh, we had a bet which was uh, um, we were bowling. We went bowling. Her and Snowy Mike, her husband, me and Mystic Ma'am, the four of us went bowling. And the the bet was if I scored more points than she did, I would get to pick whatever kind of soundbite from something she had said in the past. I would be able to cut it up and use it. 
If she won, she'd be able to do the same thing with me. Problem is, her and Mystic Mim got really, really drunk, and she probably wasn't going to win in the first place, but she got creamed. So, of course, everybody remembers this one. First off, I like anal. She was actually <laughs> reading somebody's letter, email that they had sent to her, because she had uh, Eve's Forbidden Fruit, which I think was her segment, where people would write in for dating advice. You know, all these, you know, godless souls who don't know how to talk to the opposite sex. So one of them wrote in, and I, I've, they were trolling her, and I don't think she really understood that people were kind of trolling when they asked her advice on a lot of this stuff. But somebody made reference to, you know, liking anal sex or, or wanting to, and so she started writing. She started was this, reading was this a guy? Yeah, this is a guy that uh, wrote into you her. You like ass play? I, apparently. Interesting. And she said, well, first off, I like, I like anal. I like the way you're, you're talking. I like where you're thinking outside the box. She was trying to do like a, like a Dr. Ruth where she's legitimately trying to answer the question. <laughs> and I, I think she knew a lot of it was tongue-in-cheek, but she did her best rolling with it, and that's where all these, these cut-ups come from. So it's kind of funny. But that's why people still remember her. That, that the places she worked, the nonsense she got into. So she's still a fan favorite, although she hasn't been around in years. I ask that because I've had... More, I've had more than one friend who has toiled with that. Remember, Amber Rose too recently said that Kanye liked to get his asshole fingered. There's a lot yeah, of guys yeah, yeah, who yeah. like that, man. You'd be surprised. I'm personally not one of them, but I've seen it several times, and I don't think it's really that weird, man. There's like a supposedly no, you know, it's weird. pressure. That's weird. Pressure point there. It's you know, I do. That, that's find, an exit I don't, find, me, I don't find any of sex stuff weird. I, you I, heard that? Hawkeye likes it up the road. I don't find any sex stuff weird. Yeah, I mean, I just don't. I think it's totally natural. I think people blow it up bigger than it is. If I like that, I would tell you right on the air. I'd be like, I'm into it. I would have no shame about it. So, are you into sodomy then? No, I'm not. I'm not into okay. having. I'm not into having anything in my butt. But I'm just saying I can understand <laughs> it and I can appreciate it. if someone likes it. I'm not mad at him. Like, hey, dude, uh, there you go. For all the ladies listening to the show, you can Excuse write in me, questions to Emperor One G at Cox.net, and we shall ask Hawkeye before the, end of the evening what he likes. Apparently, ass play is not out of the realm of possibility. Artemis Black Dildo Scepter. Oh no 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 that was oh that's right she used to work at a uh, a sex store actually the one that next to the sports store I work at she was the manager there for a while actually and I did not know this but at the same time I have been working there and apparently uh, one of I, I guess as a a badge of her authority they gave her like this this pink rubber dildo the <laughs> that she got to have as manager of the store apparently that's awesome yeah uh, so that of course. They would remember that one. Her badge of office. That's right. Zaneth, I always remembered her habit of not reading ahead and sp- springing a reference to Abe Lincoln from a quickening on. Yeah, I, that was the other thing, too. Is for reasons that aren't anybody's business, but she had a difficult time reading um, the articles. Not that she's illiterate. Far from it. Uh, it's just that she has a hard time reading when there's people watching. Yeah, no, that's actually not uncommon. It's a little bit of stage fright. It happens. Xanath, Emperor, and Fire dying in the background because they had read ahead. Uh, that and she was an accomplished baker. In fact, I've over on my, you probably can see it, but over on my desk I've got a container of cookies that she had made uh, today for Valentine's Day. But, yeah, I mean, that's why people remember it's just because of the, and a lot of stuff was unintentionally funny. Like, she did not intend it to be that way, and it's just how it came out. It's the best kind, man. As so, long as that person isn't overly sensitive, and, and she wasn't, and that was the best thing too. And, and much like Lulu, who I who you know filled her shoes very well after she left, you know she can roll the punches. She understands it's all entertainment; it's just for fun. And it's a lot of punches to roll with sitting next to you <laughs> for Lulu. So definitely <laughs> props to that. All yeah. right, folks, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, uh, the articles, uh, we a lot to cover. 
still got the Twitter thing, the Heroes of the Storm. Oh, oh God. I, I want to bring up Heroes of the Storm. Um, oh, shit. There is one thing. You know what? I'll do it when we come back from the break. Um, I participated in an event in that Ultima Line uh, server that I'm playing on. They had a, a uh, an event taking place over the course of a couple of days. I was able to, to show up for about an hour of that. That was interesting. Um, so I will recap all of that, folks. We'll be back here in about uh, 10 minutes. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. This is Invicta 1G of SS Radio, and you are listening to the Emperor on the Emperor's Court. He's back with the fire, and everybody's going to burn. Almost misclicked for a minute. They're like, oh, wait, I'm going to turn the music off. All right, folks, we're back here on the Emperor's Court here on AlphaGeekRadio.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Hawkeye. Yep, yep. No idea what happened to Jay Cool this evening, as, again, as far as I know, he was going to be here, but... His name's on the marquee. He's just never actually here. Let's be honest. He's just on here because we're trying to meet that uh, affirmative action quota. We got one woman. We got one minority. We're good. And Hawkeye's just there. <laughs> just another white guy. Actually, yeah, we need hot girls. All of them were. That's That's just it. Which I guess doesn't translate well since this is a radio show, but we got to enjoy it because they were here in the studio next to us. So there. I, mean, I think it still plays. If people know they're listening to Hot Girls Talk, I think it makes a difference. All right. Well, we've got a lot to get to. Uh, the story I was going to tell you prior to the uh, us going into the break was uh, over the week, actually, I think it was last weekend, the Ultima Line server that I'm on, Ultima the Second Age, uh, it's, what is it, uosecondage.com, had an event where uh, Buccaneer's Den, which is a city that has no guards, because in the game, there are NPC guards, and if you commit any kind of act or you're a murderer, they will automatically kill you, like automatically guard-whacked. Well, Buccaneer's Den has no guards, so anybody can go there, you can use the bank, you know, if you're a murderer, you can run there and, you know, use the uh, of the facilities, so the event they had going was the uh, administrators of the server had created this this pirate invasion. And in order to get there, the players of the server had to solve a number of clues. And they, you know, people kind of put their grudges aside to try and to progress the storyline, answer this clue to get to the next one. And you got a bunch of loot, and, you know, got money or you got items or what have you. And it culminated in this final battle where these pirates invaded Buccaneer's Den and they fought some NPC good guys, and then obviously the players themselves could show up. You could fight each other, and you could fight the pirates. So I, I was able to get in on that. I think it was a Saturday. So I was able to show up for that uh, a couple times, and it's this NPC guy you know, shows up, uh, Captain McPry or something like that, or McPeary, some pirate. And he's, he's just, he's created a whole cloth from the, from the administrators, this really, really you know, strong character. It's just beating ass left and right. It takes... Like sixty people to bring him down, so I was kind of I was involved in, in killing him the first time. That was kind of cool. Then he he dies, and all this loot appears all over the map, and I was able to get some and get away. Second time I showed up to try and bring him down because I was missing this piece. Oh no, I got my ass reamed, <laughs> and I could not get away. I'm running all over the map. I'm running in <laughs> out of buildings. It will not leave me alone. 
It's throwing explosion potions after me. It's it's, it's shooting arrows at me. It's it's just hitting me. And I'm like, I'm running everywhere. A couple people healed me. Didn't matter. Drop like a brick. So then I'm a ghost. I'm looking around. There's ghosts everywhere. So this thing was just <laughs> slaughtering everybody. Son of a bitch. They finally kill him like 20 minutes later. Nobody resurrects me. I try going to the healer. I resurrect. I run out the door. Dud. Resurrect. Run out the door. <laughs> dead. So there's bodies of my my bard literally everywhere. There's like four or five bodies just for myself. I didn't get any loot. I lost everything I had on me. My horse got killed. I got stuck there. People are laughing at me like, fuck this. It's like the battlefield in 300. Oh, it, yes, with more bodies. <laughs> oh, yeah, everywhere. It was, it was a holocaust of players and NPCs. Life is real outside of your friend's couch there. I know you you ventured out. Yeah, I've been I've been rooming with the uh, send Empress Court link, please. How do you people... I keep spamming it. There you go. Thank you, Blitz. Uh, no, I've been actually crashing on the couch, such as it is, of the uh, uh, probably most notorious player killer on the server. I've seen the guy wipe... Pe- that was the other thing, too. I was, I was in... One of the dungeons on one of my newbie characters, and I've been I've been trying to farm gold because you know I'm poor white trash. I got nothing, and I'm fighting these two relatively strong monsters, and I'm killing one. The other one's kind of beating on me, and this motherfucker shows up, and he runs in the dungeon, and I, I'm not ready for him. I'm already half dead. I'm I'm fighting two of these monsters, and the guy kills me. Now he runs in, and his name at the t- I think he was was he red? Yeah, he was red. Runs in, kills me. Like motherfucker. I didn't have a chance to respond. I didn't get nothing. Couldn't heal myself. Couldn't hit this guy. So I, I happened to be on IRC at the time, and uh, Vega's the one guy who's who I'm in rooming with. He's you know, the, you know the hard ass of the server. And I'm like, hey, this asshole just killed me. If you can run in and, and get my stuff, He's like, no, hang on, I'll be right there. So he runs in, three shots the guy, cuts up his corpse, throws his head in the ground. He's like, here, take this with you. Take a screenshot of it. So if he talks shit, you can put this on the forums. You killed him. I'm a ghost standing next to him. Like, what the fuck happened? He walks to the front door, and the other guy's dead. Like, God, I wish I had that ability. I, I, I used to be that good that years ago. But I, Does just, he just never stop playing? Is that the deal? Or? I don't know. I, well, no, because this, uh, this is a private-run server, so it's it's not you know endorsed by the company itself anymore. And the rule set that we're playing is from the late 90s when... Pretty much anything goes. It's close to a actual, virtual, real world, quote unquote, as you can get. There's no law. There's no rules. If I want to walk outside and you know rape your horse and kill you and then loot your house, I can do that. No one's going to stop me except you. Now, inside a city, there are some rules. And uh, speaking of which, <clears throat> uh, I should apologize because I've looted a couple people in the city recently. I've been using an 18-year-old trick, and people call it an exploit, and it's not. It exploits the stupidity of people or those who don't pay attention. Um, But I have a thief character that I make. The irony is he's not a thief. He has no stealing ability whatsoever, and yet I have been quite successful this past week in obtaining everybody's stuff. Uh, I, I won't give away the trick because then people will be on guard for it and know what's going to happen. I'm like, I know a lot of you get an IRC got really, it was like a hornet's nest. People got pissed because a pe- couple people got looted and they couldn't figure out how it was happening. I will tell you this. It's not an exploit and it's not a bug. Uh, it's because you people don't pay attention to what you're doing. So I, I walked away with quite a, quite a, a few full bags of shit that was not mine. 
uh, because people were not paying attention. So essentially, your ideal day, you wait, you w- <laughs> you wake All up right. off your friend's couch, yeah. stretch, itch your nuts, get it, you know, <laughs> yes. grab a bowl, of, virtual nuts. Yeah, go ahead. Grab a bowl of cornflakes and then sneak outside, take everyone's fucking candy bars from their pocket, and just head back to your friend's couch and. There you go. Well, I, I mean, pretty much why, throw why it in my bank that? account, then go back. Why don't you just keep doing that until you're, you know, ready to? Because eventually, eventually, some people catch on, and if they realize that they keep losing their stuff when my characters, when this particular character is around, uh, they stop. And I tell you what, it was much easier back in the day because you'd have hundreds of people around one of the banks in any of the major cities at any time, day or night. These days, during prime time, there's like thirty. So and the problem is the same 30 people. So if they see the same things happening all the time, they don't fall for the same trick anymore. Right. Or even if they don't know but what's going on. I thought they can't tell what you're doing. They can't. But they do know that if my character's nearby, people <laughs> keep dying. Right. I keep looting them, so they just run. They literally just run. This little shitty newbie character with death robes on because he keeps dying keeps running around the bank, and everybody's running from me like I have leprosy. I was going to ask why don't they just kill you, but they can't because you're can't, inside the it's, city. It's the only place they can't kill me. And they would if they could. I assure you that. But uh, it was a fun event. I, I've never, I haven't been to anything like that really in a long time. In fact, I, I will tell you an OSI story. That the company used to run it. I will tell you a story a little later on the show of an event that they actually ran that I attended. And that was ugly. It was vicious. Uh, and that was back before we had things like Twitter. We had only the forums. And luckily, I was I was lucky enough to play in an area where we had 12 computers hooked in together. So literally 12 of us were coordinating at any one time in this game. I I cannot tell you what a force multiplier that is to have 12 people working in tandem, especially in the early days of the Internet in the mid and late 90s where most people didn't have that kind of coordination at all. It It was something to behold. The shit we took from people. I mean, months of hard work, and we would just take it in like 10 minutes. Gone! Many times while their ghost sat there and watched us do it, and they couldn't stop us. There was literally nothing they could do. And just think, you went from that to picking off people's pockets, you inner city thug. <laughs> you used to be such a badass. <laughs> and now I'm a fucking parasite. All right, I okay, I admit it. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Did you... <laughs> Is your friend giving you a, you got to get the fuck out of my apartment date yet? Or... No, he's like, they... they he owns castles and towers. This is just one of his shit patio houses he probably doesn't even care about. He's like, yeah, I got a thousand of them here. Just take this one. He's like, no, you can stay here as long as you want. I don't use it. I'm like, wow, I hope I am rich enough in this game. And there's a number of people in this game that have that, where they've got a house or a property for every one of their characters on three different accounts. It's like they own, it's like Donald Trump realty. They own half of the property in the game. Because you can. I mean, in the game, you can put... There's room all over the world to put your own house, your own tower, your own castle, whatever you want. And then you can, I mean, people have it decorated. They've got artwork and furniture and uh, trophies. And a lot of them put a lot of time and effort into decorating their house. It's like Dan Gilbert in Detroit collecting buildings. If, if there was a DIY show like DIY Ultimate Line, it, you know, Extreme Makeover, Virtual Edition, that's this. Ah, uh, that's a little shit bag that we uh, that Vega whacked. That's him right there. Three shot his ass, cut off his head. Like here, take this, and I did. I took a screenshot of it. Because <laughs> when you kill somebody, you take their head. If they're a murderer, you can turn it into a guard, and they'll pay you whatever bounties on the head. 
Well, apparently this guy wasn't a very good player killer because he wasn't worth anything. Like, no, he's not worth anything. He can keep the head. Emperor got destroyed by an NPC. No, I didn't. It, it, no, it was an actual player. <laughs> he knew player. exactly what to say. <laughs> he knew exactly what to say to get a reaction. Well played. But I will get to a couple of those war stories a little later on because some of them are, are, are pretty good. Some of them you you've guys have actually heard if you've been around the show long enough, but I know a lot of the new listeners have not. Why was there a picture of the Roots drummer? What? Was that who that was in the your front page? Oh, yeah. this? Yeah. Uh, no. So I'm bringing Bash 20 and uh, Ellen Gale, is that the guy's name? No, it's a different guy. Okay, well, that's like Molly C. Quinn. And do you know who Molly C. Quinn is? She's the redhead on uh, Castle. I've never watched Castle. Red hair, blue eyes, dangerous woman. Yeah. Keep her away from me. On Castle or? No, in just in general. For me, it would be dangerous woman. you got to keep her away from me. She's like 24, 23. Anyways. Oh, I got. I see what you're yep. saying now. Gotcha. Yep. I'm picking it up. All these. Let's start with this one. Mirror.uk. Goat arrested and facing seven years in jail because it kept grazing on neighbor's lawn. It's kind of the time that Chris Perez of the Indians, remember when he framed his dog for, for having pot ordered to his house? No, man, it wasn't me. It was the dog. Funny thing is that's not even the best Cleveland pitcher story. Not anymore. <laughs> I mean, you got to throw John Rocker in there. and But, you know, technically he lost his shit when he was with the Braves. Right. We picked him up afterwards for a song. I don't even know why we bothered because he didn't pan out. No. It was, I don't even know. You know what? I think he runs a construction company now. Who knows? All right. A goat has been arrested and is facing seven years in prison for grazing on a neighbor's lawn. Police in Chattisgarth? Chichetisgar? Two H's, that's weird. Central India. Okay, I guess that explains all we need to. Describe the animal as a repeated offender following the bizarre incident. The animal is facing the same charges as its owner, Abdul Hassan, who was also arrested. The potential sentence is between two and seven years behind bars. Mr. Hassan said, My goat scaled the boundary wall again and ate the flowers and vegetables from the garden. It was taken to the police station, and then the police also brought me in. A news reporter speaking about the case on Indian television said, Chichatisgar, police have arrested a goat. Police arrested a goat and its owner on Sunday. The goat was arrested for grazing from its neighborhood lawn. Despite several attempts by the neighbor, the goat repeatedly grazed from the lawn. Eventually, the neighbor, who was a local judicial magistrate, filed a case against the goat. I wonder if he had to pick him from a lineup. Don't you think if your goat could potentially put you behind bars for two to seven years, you'd have that shit on a leash? Or sell it, or cook it, or something? A policeman told the news station the goat used to eat plants from his neighbor's garden. Yeah, we got this. Awfully repetitious here. They complained about this several times, but the owner didn't listen. The watchman was given a written complaint, and the goat is in custody. So a potentially stupid question. Do they, they put animals on trial in India? That's I, a thing. You know, I wish we had, and I know we used to have some Indian uh, uh, listeners. I would love someone to explain to me this from India. Can your wildlife actually go on trial for its sins? <laughs> How do you plead? No, dude, you get that classic goat scream from the commercials. That's, <laughs> how, that's how you play that. And that. I should have that as a sound effect. If I'm its owner, that's the only <laughs> thing I put out. I'm like, I may go to jail, but this is how I'm going out. <laughs> Goat got put in prison. <laughs> yeah, I sent him out the river for five years. By the way, there's an apostrophe in ch 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 ch. I 
C H H A T T I S G A R apostrophe G A R Chasgurar. So pronounce it right, damn it. <laughs> India, I'm looking at you. Some explanation would be nice. Speaking of things I don't like, Blizzard, I'm pissed off at you right now. From PCGamer.com, malware targets Hearthstone cheaters. <clears throat> Go ahead. Were you one of them or something? No. Why are you pissed off about well, it? Well, you know what? And that's I, it's called a segue. I'm going to lead into my Heroes of the Storm rant. Ah, the anguished howls of rule breakers. My Mozart, my birdsong. Security firm, Semantic Reports, yeah. to have identified malware disguising itself in Hearthstone. Hacks and dead deck trackers, causing would-be cheaters and occupiers of moral gray areas to surrender their bitcoins and compromise their webcams. The first... Really? Trojan.coinbit clip purports to be a gold and dust hack. It does no such thing. Instead, scouring the user's clipboard for Bitcoin addresses and swapping out anything it finds for similar but quite useless strings of gibberish. Uh, hang on. Is Bitcoin still a thing? I, you know what? I heard of it Who when it came out. Who the hell but... gives a shit? It's a fake currency that it doesn't exist. Fake currency making somebody very real currency. I and if that's the case, if someone's able to trade in a virtual Bitcoin for real money, I applaud I think you. it's a security thing more than anything, right? If I remember correctly, it used to be that there was a finite amount of Bitcoins in the world, and you needed your computer to run a certain program, and the longer it ran, the better chance it had of creating a Bitcoin, where you actually had to crunch numbers in order to build a Bitcoin, if that makes any sense, because it didn't to me. It doesn't. Continue. Let's do that. Backdoor.bruit came disguised as Hearthstone Deck Tracker. <laughs> the hilariously fake... Turn backdoor! Damn it! <laughs> the hilariously fake-sounding name... Hilarious is apparently, like, um, you know, subjective. Fake-sounding fake <laughs> name of a, of a real Hearthstone Deck Tracker. Deck trackers are a gray area among Hearthstone players. They card count, basically letting you know what's left in your deck. The odds of drawing a specific card, basically so... Not in the article, but you can go Yu-Gi-Oh! Heart of the Cards and just draw whatever the fuck you want. There's 30 cards in your deck. If you can't keep a mental tally of what you've drawn yeah, or what you've used, sad. then that's on you. Yeah, it's half the size, half the size of I have one deck tracker, deck. too. It's called a piece of paper. <laughs> what your opponent might be holding and the win rates of various setups. Many call this an unfair advantage. Those are those many are the people that fucking lose all the time. But as it's technically possible with pen yeah, and paper and, and the I, yes. brain yeah. of a prodigy... prodigy it's a little strong. No, it doesn't. Oh, I, again, subjective. Doesn't alter the game files in any way. Blizzard allows it. This one, however, logs keystrokes, steals passwords, and accesses the webcam to see the boobies of the women players or <laughs> the look of horror on their opponents. There's face. quite a few women that actually play that I know. Alulu plays Hearthstone. Um, not hardcore, but she does. Uh, again, I, and what I take away from this is I did not know that Bitcoin was still a thing, and I, I I don't understand why it is or who would give a shit. Yep, that's the point of Bitcoin, and yes, you can still mine and sell them. They're about four hundred dollars uh, U.S. a coin these days. Four hundred bucks a coin. I am willing to give you all of my bitcoins for four hundred dollars. How many bitcoins do you have? None. I didn't I think so. They're them. rare, amp. Okay, so true. How do you get one aside from how do how do you get a Bitcoin aside from that you have to mine them and sell them? So what? I have to go to the virtual California and the virtual gold rush and hope that my computer can find a Bitcoin. I don't know. I thought you were good at picking people's pockets and shit. You can't in games. 
Well, they're online. You know, you know, that's the irony. Is I'm not actually stealing anything from anybody. I'm not actually pickpocketing anything. <laughs> it's not even a thief character. That's all that I wish. You know what? And think of it is, I've actually told the, the story and, and how this works many times because I just find it very, very clever. Because we used to pull it, that stunt all the time in our home server way back when. But again, it was easier to coordinate because there was a bunch of us in the same room and we'd all you know, get around one guy's desk and, and look at his monitor and laugh at some asshole because we just took all of his stuff and he has no clue what happened. But here's my pitch with Heroes of the Storm. And I was thinking about making this my next Word of the Emperor. It's a free-to-play game. Um, you're familiar with Defense of the Ancients, League of Legends, that kind of thing? You may as well have just spoken Greek directly okay. in my face. Do you know what a MOBA is? You're getting colder. Okay. Um, An amoeba? Yeah, fuck you. Many years ago, in Warcraft 3, there was a modified game called Defense of the Ancients, where it pit five players against five players. Within the, the game of World of Warcraft? Warcraft 3. Within World of Warcraft 3, yeah. Yes. It was a, a, you could play the normal game, or you could play modded games. Gotcha. Like, you know... There was StarCraft Troopers, well, about, you have to hold a fort against a bunch of Zerg, or you can get a bunch of Orcs. And Anyways, this took the characters from the game, and they modified them, and you could pick from you know this, this giant random list of characters. There's like, say, 60 heroes. Okay. Or you can pick from any one of them, and each one did a different thing. Some heal, some can take a lot of damage, some do a lot of damage, all kinds of stuff. And it became, in some ways, far more popular than Warcraft 3 itself. And it pitted five players against five players... And then there was three lanes on this map. And then, you know, NPCs would be shoved down the map and they, they fight in your behalf. And you have to destroy a bunch of forts, leapfrogging your way up to, to destroy the enemy's main camp. Okay? It became so popular that it launched its own genre of games. And the person who actually invented the mod got hired out to make its own. So you've got copycats. Heroes of New Earth, Smite, League of Legends, which is the most played game in the world. Gotcha. I know League of Legends. Right. Defense of the Ancients or Dota 2. Well, for whatever reason, Blizzard's a little late to the game. So they finally went and made their own, despite the fact that the original came from their game. It was a mod. So they go ahead and they copy the whole thing. And they've got the actual characters that the heroes were based on originally. So they alpha test this thing. I alpha tested it for, for about a year. It came out in June, and it's been live ever since. It's free to play. You can play, you can earn in-game money, use it to buy heroes, to unlock, so you can continue to play. Or you can spend money, buy the heroes, buy the really cool, you know, their outfits or, you know, whatever their mount is, their horse or, you know, whatever. The problem is that they're trying to make it an eSport. They're trying to make it a competitive game. And they've had nothing but problems trying to balance it out. Here's how my typical game goes. Okay. I will join a game. Supposing I'm not playing with, with my friends, all right, and I try to whenever possible. Let's say I, I, I queue up as a solo pearl. It puts me with four other players. Now, those players may be in a party themselves. They may be playing on their own. It doesn't matter because they all equally blow. Now, I am always pitted against a team of all-stars, and on my team is a bunch of one-armed autistic children who don't know what the hell they're doing. Even at high ranks, they are fuckwads of the First Order. They die constantly, they don't know map objectives, they can't stay alive, they don't support players, they don't know what their character's doing, or they go off on their own and they decide to do a one-person deathmatch. Now, I'm a visual person, so 
this is happening. You're down here screaming about skull fucking them. Yes. All right. That's the one I, I where I got sure banned. I'm on the same for, page. Yes. Yeah, let me. I'll pull up YouTube. YouTube. You guys can play at home. Go to YouTube. Pull up Heroes of the Storm. Um, the storm. Stomerer. Stom- Shut up. Stomre. Actually, I think one That's of, actually a fancier version. I think the Heroes of the Dorm are going on right now, actually. Did it reset its... It did. What the fuck? There. I love how, it's, how it saves my, my last one. Heroes of the Strom. All right. This is the grand f- finals against Cloud9 versus Team Dignitas. All right. Here are a bunch of nerds. And they're they all wearing... Dr- was yes. dressing like that necessary? Or? Apparently, it's their uniform. Okay, I see a lot of, of human interaction here. I don't want to see that. I want to see the game. All right, here's the game. Wait for it to load. Okay, so there's Tassadar, and he's being chased by, I think it's Murky. I, don't, I can't tell. It's hard to tell. But on this map, okay, here's a bunch of these heroes. See that, you know, these are being controlled by players. There's Sylvanas, and there's Jaina, and there's Artanis, and they're trying to control this little node. In the bottom right-hand corner, you can see over here where this is the mini-map. All right, and there's the red guys and the blue guys, and all these are forts that you have to destroy until you get to the uh, to the uh, objective here. Now, in this map, you've got to control. There's two objectives. There's one at the top and there's one at the bottom, and every two minutes, they spawn. If you hold the objectives and you get somebody to the middle, you can turn yourself into a giant dragon. You can walk around. You can kick people across the map. It's actually very funny. Okay? Now... On games that I play, you will see all these guys, instead of being in two different lanes to try and capture both objectives, they'll either be, you know, sucking their thumbs back in base, farting around all here at the bottom with all five guys ignoring the top, or they'll all be dead. (laughs) And it doesn't matter if I'm playing ranked play, it doesn't matter if I'm playing quick match, it doesn't matter if I'm playing against the AI. And it happens constantly. And for months, Blizzard said, nah, there's nothing wrong with the way our matchmaking is. Learn to play. Well, then BlizzCon happens about a month, well, actually November, and they came out and said, okay, well, we've done the numbers, and it turns out we've known for a while that our matchmaking doesn't work. That right from the start of the game, and I, it's been a while, so my numbers are kind of fuzzy, maybe wrong. You have a 40% chance of losing the match right off the bat because you're being put into a game where you have no hope of winning. You have a 30% chance of playing a game where you have the advantage. Where you're, and I don't know why it's that way, but it is. The where you're going to raffle stomp the other team, they have no chance of winning. So the remaining 30% is a toss-up where it's a 50-50 chance based on their number crunching, based on your record, based on their record, etc. Based on the composition of my five heroes against the five heroes they picked on a particular map. Odds are it's a 50-50 break. It could go either way. So you have a, again, a 30% chance of winning and a 70% chance of anything between, we don't know what the hell's going to happen to, you are fucked from the word go. This is specifically to random matchmaking, I'm assuming. Yes. Well, even with, with purpose matchmaking, let's say you, me, and three of my friends, we queue up as a group, okay? It's supposed to take an unseen number, what they call the MMR, our skill points, based on... How many games we've won versus skilled opponents. It's some algorithm that nobody else knows. Only Blizzard does. They're a mystical cavern that no one else sees. <laughs> and this program is what determines who matches up against who. The problem is that number hates humanity, or at least just hates me. <laughs> and I and recently, a couple of my, my 
old gaming buddies have started playing with me, and they're veterans of League of Legends, Defense of the Ancients, games that have been around for a little while, and they figured this out a long time ago. And even they, they've played with me now for a couple months, and it's like, oh, look, we don't even want to play anymore. It's so bad. Even when it's the three of us, we get put on a team where the other two players, they could be ranked one, you know, first-ranked players. Garbage. Absolute trash. People that should have been aborted before their children, you know, their, their parents gave birth to them. That's how bad they are. And they ruin the experience for everybody else. And God forbid that I ask, ask politely, this is before I rage out and start telling them to skull fuck their sister's dog. This is when I'm saying, you know, please help me get this objective. Hey, I could use a heal. I'm fighting three of them to hold our fort. Could I get some help? Oh, no, I'm dead. You're still in base. Now is not the time to go to the other side of the map to attack an NPC that's still going to be there that has no bearing on the game. But because you're doing that, the rest of our team has been wiped out and the game is lost. So essentially it's like Halo-type um, play style where you're just running and gunning. And there's well, you saw what it is. It's a third person viewpoint, right? But yeah, I'm yeah. saying those random people that you're getting on your team are taking a Halo type approach to a game that clearly needs to be. Yeah, they're playing deathmatch. It, it's quick. Right. We're, we're going to do our own thing. It's a team game. But we don't give a shit. You're on your own. So here's where it finally broke for me. The last three heroes that they have introduced to the game that they released were grossly underpowered. Now you still needed to pay fifteen dollars if you wanted to play them. Or you can spend an, uh, an, astronomical an astronomical amount of gold in the game in order to play them for the first week. And then it always drops the week after. Well, now is the Chinese New Year. So they're doing this huge event to celebrate the Chinese New Year because, hey, there's 300 million potential customers out there and we're going to pander to them by God. So they release a Chinese-centric character. This Chinese-centric character is grossly overpowered. To the point where it's got a something like a sixty percent win or sixty three percent win rate a week and a half after release, which is just outrageous for this game. They want to have as much as possible the win rate at about fifty percent for all heroes, and she's just cleaning everybody's clock. And the people are bitching, people are complaining. They're ruining them. They're ruining games, ruining matchups because everyone's taking her because you have to to win. It's not like you can ignore her anymore or you know say all right. Let's try something else. We won't pick her. Because if you don't, and the other team does, you're at a disadvantage. She's that strong. They can't nerf her? Well, see, now that's what everyone expected her to do, and they were supposed to do this past Tuesday. And Blitzers came out and said, yeah, you know what? We haven't had enough time yet to crunch the numbers. We want to wait and see what happens. A week has gone by. Her numbers have not gone down. They've gone up. And in every single instance where this has happened on a prior character, they immediately nerfed it into the ground because people become frustrated and they stop playing. Heroes of the Storm continues to struggle to find a player base. No, no, no. They're going to let this run at least until this week. They're going to try and juice as much money out of this character, have as many people buy it because they feel they need her in order to compete to keep her in the rotation. But more importantly, got to appeal to that Chinese market. Fuck the rest of them. We don't care. That's 300 million people. We want them to buy the character for the game. I understand it's a business, I understand it's a free-to-play game, and I understand they only make money if you buy the characters. Or they're really, really, really expensive costumes, which I've never understood. Why you would spend $15 so that your character can dress up as the Sugar Plum Fairy, or Samus from Metroid, or whatever. Because that's what some of these skins are, would cost you. 
but they've ruined the competitiveness of their game. One, because of their shitty matchmaking, and the fact that they are constantly having to nerf or overpower the characters because they just don't know what they're doing. Now, they've got a public test realm. People can go on there and play these characters before they're released, supposing you agree to pay for it ahead of time. So let's say um, this the Li Ming, who's the Chinese character, is coming out next week. If I want to test her today, I've got to pay for her now. I will unlock her in a week when she goes public, but I can play on the test realm. Well, on the test realm, Blizzard was being told by the players, hey, she's way overpowered. Hey, she's really overpowered. You know, They nerfed a couple of the other characters because newbie players were having a hard time dealing with them. So rather than you know, telling the newbie characters, newbie players, stick with the game long enough to learn how to, you know, adjust. They nerf, like, say, Nova, who's permanently cloaked. They nerfed her into the ground. Under the guise that we're trying to make her more competitive and more useful in competitive gameplay. Because she's not using competitive gameplay. Well, now she's not used at all. Because she's become so underpowered, nobody will touch her. She cannot kill or do anything. You want to talk about a toxic community, go on their forums sometime if you want to see people ranting and railing against everything. There's very little positive to be found anywhere. And they only exasperate the problem by the fact they just don't know what they're doing. And i got to tell you, Hawkeye, I don't have a whole lot of time to spend on games. When I do play, I want to play to win. And I'm tired of losing. And I'm tired of losing through no fault of my own. Because it is the way they have it set up, it's a five-man game, and unless all five players are competent and doing what they're told, you can't win. One really good player cannot make up for the deficiencies of one mediocre player or more. There's no carry in the game, so either everybody's playing at the same level, or you're going to get, or you're going to lose. Yeah, I mean that just sounds like the type of game that I wouldn't play unless I had an entire crew, and yeah. only if they knew what they were doing. Right. But you know what? Then they take into a, then they take this into account. You know the composition of your team. Which heroes did I pick? You know, and it, you may get a map that doesn't work because if you're playing quick match, all right, you can. It's going to pick whatever map at random. So whatever. Let's say I pick a hero. Well, I'm picking hero, not knowing what map I'm about to play. So it maybe it's conducive to that. Maybe it's not. So you got the whole competitive part. Not to mention, if me and my four friends queue up, now ideally we should be put against people of our equal skill. Well, a lot of times that doesn't happen. More often than not, we're being because there's so few people waiting in the pool to be uh, picked and thrown into a game, we're getting people who are the top tier, and we're just getting steamrolled. Because they've got much more time to put into it, they're you know, much more coordinated, they play as a team far more often, and again, it's just not fun anymore. That, you know, for all the fun we make about me raging out, by and large, when I play, I'm, I'm silent. I don't really talk at all. I don't really type, to, I, don't, I don't. I just, I play the game and then I'm done. But that it does not, you know, that doesn't explain what I see every game, which is people constantly screaming at everybody else on your team, whether you're good, whether you're bad, doesn't matter. Everybody sucks. Everybody equally sucks as much dick as everybody else. And I, it's not fun anymore, and it's sad because it's a game that I think has a lot of potential. But I'm done. I, I'm done. You know, I, I, I'll, I don't like using movie quotes to explain something in real life, but it works. And in this case. You know, it's from Moneyball. I hate losing more than I, you know, like winning. I do. If I lose a tough-fought game, I got no problem with that because it was well-fought, it was enjoyable, at a competitive level. But that's not what that happens. You know, and there's no concede button. 
if you know you're going to lose, if you know you're just getting your head kicked in, you got to sit there and enjoy the whole 20, 30 minutes of it. You can't back out. There's no surrender option like there is in the other games. You know, I can't tell you how many times I'm in a, in a ranked play and I've got one or two of my, my teammates disconnect from the game. So now it's five against three, five against two, even five against four. The computer will take over and they'll run the character around and it does nothing. It just gets killed. And yet, I, you know, suffer for it. I lose all these rank points. You know, I, what's the point of it? There's no competitive play if I'm constantly being punished because some asshole can't keep connected to the game. Banish Link, I miss the days of multiplayer. If when you sucked, you just had to get good to beat people and not have the developers nerf characters because they are overpowered. And that's what happens. All you got to do is bitch enough, and rather than trying to balance anything, they'll simply nerf it into the ground where people aren't playing it anymore. And that is exactly what they've done. Hondo says, yeah, the surrender option needs to be put in. You know what? The problem is, I'd just be surrendering that much more often. But at least I wouldn't be wasting 30 minutes. And the problem is, you can't quit the game. Because if you quit the game, if I'm losing, I ah, fuck this. This game's over. I'm not wasting my time. People are disconnected. People aren't playing. No one's you know getting along. Everybody's screaming at each other. If you quit the game, when you come back in, it'll automatically put you right back into that game until it's finished. If you wait for the game to be over, you're put in what's called the leaver's queue. Meaning, I am now marked as a quitter, and I can't play in a regular match until I've played two games at least in the quitter's league. And the yeah. quitter, and you got to wait 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes for enough players to show up in that queue so that you can play. You know, balance and that shit. That's pretty intense. Smash Brothers, if you quit online, you have to wait 10 minutes. in a Like, you can't just wait 10 minutes to get back online. You literally have to click online and then look at a black screen for 10 minutes before you can play. Right. I mean, it's, and that's not, how this is, it's right. not a new concept, but, yeah, I mean, there's got to no. be, like, an in-between. I would rather do that and spend 10 minutes looking at a black screen than 25 minutes being constantly screamed at by whomever happens to be on my team because they don't know what they're doing. Right. Or you know, getting more and more frustrated because no matter what I do, I can't beat the other team's five combined players. It, 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 there, are very, there are some very good ideas for Heroes of the Storm, some very big positives for me. It's more casual-friendly. The games, by and large, tend to be much quicker. A League of Legends game or a Dota game, on average, runs about an hour, hour and 20 minutes. I don't have that time anymore to spend an hour and 20 minutes without being able to leave because they have a punishment system too. You know, a Heroes of Storm game, on average, runs about half an hour. That's a good medium. I can usually get a game, maybe two in here and there, and then I'm done, and I'm fine. But I don't want to sit there for half an hour getting mauled and having no option to back out of it. Except to, not only do I get killed and lose the game on one hand, but then I get punished for leaving the slaughter on the other. Oh, we're sorry you got your head kicked in because you got four players disconnected or because they don't know what they're doing and they just bought the game today. And somehow they miraculously got put into a game with a higher level character such as myself. And you had the audacity to leave after 20 minutes? Good. Now sit out here and wait for two games to start for you to play in of a bunch of other people that quit or disconnected. So, yeah, fuck it, I'm done. I, You know, I, I'm tired of it. I've given them months of my time 
to wait for them to balance it out. And it's not like they didn't know these problems existed. They kept on telling us for months that it didn't. And it was only after BlizzCon that they had to finally admit it because there's too many people saying, look, this is bullshit. Too many things are happening. And they start. They actually posted on the forums, you know, they, they said, you know, if you've got a bad game, take a screenshot of it and post it here because we made some matchmaking tweets or uh, tweaks. They had over a thousand posts within six hours of games that that didn't make any sense, the composition didn't match, or you know the computer would select who gets to play. Okay, I, I let's say you're playing a healer, I'm playing a damage dealer. We're on the same team. Cool. We get put in randomly with three other players. They're all tanks. The other team, it's a more balanced team. They've got three damage dealers, a healer, and a tank. Or they'll put us on a team that's got all, and I've seen it, we're all, all five of us are healers against a team of all damage dealers. You just get your head kicked in. It's like, I don't know what you're doing, what algorithm you're running that makes these team match up, but it sucks to the point where I don't want to play. Nobody wants to play. It's a fucking ghost town now. It didn't used to be that way. And the game's only been out since June, officially. I don't want to spend $10 for a character only to have it where I either can't play it or it was cool this week. I bought Li Ming for $10 and played it. And next week, she's been nerfed so hard because she was overpowered to begin with to get me to buy her because nobody wants to buy a character that's an invalid. But after the fact, she's made you know useless. Well, they care. They got my money. I can't play a character that it's not viable anymore. I, the whole business model is just topsy-turvy. It's frustrating, it's insulting, and I'm done. Yeah, I mean, normally those things just boil down to if that game has direct competition within that atmosphere. If it's a unique game, the problem is that they know people are going to play it because there's nothing else like it. But as soon as something akin to it comes out, then all of a sudden, you know. And that's the problem they have is there are four other games out already and have been for years with established, you know, fan base and everything else. Despite the... Uh, they were the progenitor. The mod of their game was the very first of its kind. Everybody else saw the potential and ran with it. They're four or five years late to the game. Why would I want to play yours when there's other companies doing it far better? League of Legends had what? We did the story. 37 million people tuned in live to watch the finals. They packed the Staples Center for the Dota 2 finals. In L.A., they got more people packed in there than for a Lakers game. That's not an exaggeration either. Well, Lakers now, yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Even if they're a height, I mean, again, you can get more seats on the floor because of it, regardless. Yeah. For a computer game. And we talked about eSports a couple weeks ago, about how that's, you know, should they give out scholarships? Is this, an, I know, an up-and-coming thing? Bottom line, whether you believe they're athletes or not, they're packing in 20,000, 30,000 people in a stadium to watch them. StarCraft is the goddamn national sport of South Korea. Yeah, it is. That's not even a joke. That shit's uh, accurate. All right, enough of my ranting. We've actually got some funny stuff we have to get to. We still have uh, Octail's You've Been Told segment. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, enough of my talking and more actual, you know, substance. Such as it is. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. 
Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to The Emperor's Court. You can micro-meet any day. All right, back here on The Emperor's Court here on AlphaGeekRadio.com. I'm your host, The Emperor, joined in studio by Hawkeye. Yep. Uh, we were just discussing off-air, the uh, since the Simpsons became a topic here in the forum, or in the IRC, we were talking about the Simpsons and the Salt Park and all that, and... And, Hawkeye, you're right. Uh, Salt Park really has the quality of the shows. You know, there's been a few down seasons here and there. You're going, you can't have, you know, gold every single year. But I think Salt Park overall has stood this test of time better than I think The Simpsons have. i got to tell you, man, I've watched every episode the last couple of seasons, and I have thought they were all really funny for the most part. I mean, they're they're just so – I mean, I don't know what it is. If there's a disconnect maybe with Macaron, if he's just kind of checked out. I know he had a lot of eggs in the Futurama basket for a while, and maybe his passion was there. But there, there's still some funny episodes. But, yeah, I mean, I just feel like the Simpsons are kind of Even drifting. the Futurama, I thought – I'm, I'm kind of glad it finally got canceled because it, it's, what, third run, I guess it would be? It was terrible. It was all – I was a Futurama fan, but I mean, I loved it too. But it was it went so far off into the political left. It was like, why? You have Al Gore on here, and you're doing this, and you're taking shots at George Bush years after he's not president anymore. None of it's funny. Yeah. I'll be the first one to poke fun at our own, but enough. It's about the do something else, do another bit. Success like McFarland. Oh, let's make fun of the Christians and Jews every single goddamn episode. Why it's not funny anymore? It just isn't. Yeah, he he's a known joke recycler. But the thing is, the early seasons of Family Guy were fucking amazing. Yeah, they were. Amazing. They were absolutely. But you know, I mean, he it's gotten to the point now where it's just shock humor for the most part. You know, it's not like laugh out loud. It's more like, oh fuck, did he really reference that? Uh, now I'm just actually I'm catching up here on a couple of. Uh, people apparently, well, okay, this is new. People like the music. Thank you, Joe. People like the music I'm playing. Usually you ask Lakes or nothing, do nothing but complaining about the music I play, in which case I then have to switch it to punishment music. Hondo is a lifelong musician. I'm not really following, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not really following a music engineer. I'm not following you when you say the word grafted, but I'll look into it. No, Honda, what I was saying is people were asking about, he was saying the Simpsons episode with the B-sharps, showing that you know with the proper direction, even people who aren't singers, like the characters, Harry Scherzer and Dan Castellano and the rest of them, can you know sing in harmony. In the B-sharps, the people singing the Barbershop Quartet is the very famous one from Disney that they have at, at various attractions. It's not actually the characters, the voice actors of the show singing. They did that later, where they had Dan Castellana, Harry Shearer, and the rest that could carry a tune, sing a few bars or a few lyrics, and then they, they mixed it into the song after it was recorded by Disney's Barbershop Quartet. I think he just specifically had an issue with the word grafted, but... Well, he's a foreign shithole. What do I care what he's thinking? Uh, <laughs> it's grafted! Look it up! Get a dictionary. God, I hate foreign people. If you're not within the United States, you're a third world nation. Well, I'm in Canada. Third world nation. What about Australia? Third world nation. Kangaroos outnumber people. This is from Engadget. Engadget.com. Bioware writer David Gator to help helm Baldur's Gate series. Go, Hawkeye. 
Oh, you just want to read the, the Gator one, you asshole. All right. When longtime read it. BioWare writer David Gator announced his departure <laughs> from the Gator. studio. Gator. <laughs> Why did that make me think, I cannot wait for the sequel to Super Troopers? Yeah. I'm so excited about that. I mean, granted, I know it got kickstarted. Where, do you, have you followed it all? I have not since I got kickstarted. From what I've read and seen, it's in production I'm crossing my fingers. Hopefully, it's really happening. But I still want to see the pure ownage movie, and I haven't. And I know it's been out for a while. Continue. Go ahead. Sorry. But anyway, uh, this Gator Gator guy announces a <laughs> from the studio. Many wondered where he would end up next. The answer shouldn't come as too much of a surprise. He's joining Beam Dog, a game developer and distributor best known for the enhanced remakes of Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate Two. Two very popular franchises I've never heard of. That's notable. I never actually, I mean, I've heard of them. I never played Baller's Game. But you know what? Let me, let me tell you why that's notable. It's notable because <laughs> Gadar <laughs> started his career at Bioware working on Baldur's Gate 2 before moving on to larger writing roles with Neverwinter Nights, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. That's, that's a significant that's one, actually. One. Neverwinter Nights is old. And mostly famous, the ongoing Dragon Age franchise. Beam Dog is currently working on an Novel project, all new expansion pack for Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition called Siege of Dragonspear, which will add 25 hours of gameplay, 70 locations, and four heroic companions. Huzzah! The studio, the studio is a rare opportunity for Gadar to return not only to a hit classic and well-regarded <laughs> RPG <laughs> franchise. I mean, that's how you. I'm assuming you. I'm that. sure it is. I'm sure he's like, no, it's Gator. No, it's not. It's Gadar. <laughs> it's Gator like the animal. But one that <laughs> played a pivotal role in his early career at Team Dog, he'll be taking on the role of creative director, leading its writing team and taking the helm with new creative endeavors for the company. All right, bottom line is what it comes down to, and they say, oh, it's cold for Baldur's Gate 3. All right, so well after the fact, they're now releasing a DLC for Baldur's Gate, uh, Enhanced Edition. Eh, good for them. I mean, we're obligated to cover it because it's video game news and tactically... Very thinly veiled, we are a video game show. I just, I, banished link. Australia is a penis colony, I've heard. Exactly! It is a penis colony. That's exactly how it got started. Dumped off a whole bunch of dicks from there. Um, Baldur's Gate is, it's popular, it is famous. It, you know, it's one of those few RPGs that still does well in, you know, in a gaming world where RPGs and RTSs are kind of a dead thing. People just don't play them anymore. Uh, Eh, I don't care. Maybe that's cynical of me. I, I don't. I don't care. Now, I'm looking at all the games that are coming out this upcoming year. I mean, aside from you know Battlefleet Gothic, because I'm in on the ground floor in that one. I just don't give a shit. I tried Star Citizen. You want? You know what? That's one thing I did do when I was over the break. Is uh, Star Citizen? If you pay attention to our Facebook, uh, it was I mentioned it that it was free to play for a week. So I downloaded this 27 gig behemoth of a game. Now, keep in mind, it's still an alpha, okay? But, hey, they want you to play so you can buy one of their ships for, like, 45 bucks. So they can continue to fund the game. So I downloaded it. It, I, it took me a while to get it to run. And I have a, a pretty, you know, Whopper's a pretty beefy machine. So I get it running. I get in there. There's no tutorial. There's no explanation. There's no chat function. There's no anything that explains what you're supposed to be doing, where you're supposed to be going, how the game's played. Nothing. No readme file. Nothing. So there's 100 people all running around this, this starport. Everybody looks the same because there's no options. Because it's an alpha to change the way you look. Nobody can talk. 
You know, there's no interaction with NPCs. There's no anything. And I and I'm not the only one. I, a bunch of us were playing this. Actually, we were talking about it on uh, our our. We have a GameVox channel for, you know, the show, but me mainly me and the guys who play, and we're all lost. We're like, fuck this. You want us to spend forty five dollars to buy a ship? And there are people we've done stories who spent ten grand on this game. It's not even out yet to buy ships, to buy their own planet, to buy all kinds of nonsense. Damn. Yeah, that can't be right. That's crazy. That's a lot. True. Overwatch? No, I haven't played Overwatch. Yeah, he said I, he bought a ship, and he's waiting for it to launch. Now, I, why? I don't know. I, I won't. Uh, yes, it's buggy. Yes, the tutorial may not be in there because it's an alpha test. I understand that. It's been in alpha for a while now. But don't kick this thing out the door for a week's worth of free play to the general public if it's not set up to explain to, you know, John Q. Newby, like myself, on how to play the game. Yes, it's big, it's bright, it's shiny looking, it's very pretty. I don't care because I don't know what I'm doing, and I could not delete that off of my hard drive fast enough. The other thing, too, is there's no uninstall option. You have to go digging it out of your files to do it. 27 gigs, too. It's not a small file, either. Talk about a pain in the ass. Well, let's let's get to some gators in fast food windows. I don't... Where is that one? Uh, there it is. I'm waiting all night to hear this Huffington Post. Out. Man accused of tossing alligator into Wendy's drive through window. He looks like a winner. Jesus. Of course, this is in Florida. <laughs> dude, they always are, man. Florida, Aren't they? Dude, Florida has the dumping ground of this country, there, I swear to God. A Florida man in Jupiter, Florida, is facing assault charges after fish and wildlife officials said he tossed a three-and-a-half-foot live alligator into the drive through window of a <laughs> Wendy's burger joint. So awesome. U.S. Marshals arrested 24-year-old superstar Joshua James on Monday and charged him with assault with a deadly weapon and unlawful possession and transportation of an alligator. It's a deadly weapon? It was I mean, cocked and loaded. Technically. The incident happened last October, but officials for the Florida Fish and Wildlife Department only tracked him down recently. According to the incident report, James pulled up to the window at Wendy's in... Dude, that's bigger than three and a half Loxahatchee? Last fall, and placed an order for a drink. After he got the beverage, investigators said he tossed the alligator, which he had in the back of his truck, into the restaurant's kitchen, according to the Miami Herald. Wait a minute. It's in the back of... So he, what? He parks the car, goes into the back... Grabs the alligator and chucks it through the window. Yeah, through the, the drive-through. But uh, that alligator looks a little too big. To it does throw through it? a window. It's definitely more than three and a half feet, no doubt. Investigators tracked down James using information on the receipt he received for his drink, according <laughs> to NBC News. The alligator was eventually removed from the Wendy's and dropped into a nearby canal. Linda James, the suspect's mother, told the news her son was just joking around. It was just he a just, stupid prank, she said. He does stuff like this because he thinks it's funny that your kid is an asshole and you were a horrible he parent. Threw a big-ass alligator through a window. What a funny prank. Wow, I remember the last time he took a 20-foot boa constrictor <laughs> and threw it in an old folks' home. That got him going. Joshua James told police he picked up the gator on the side of the road because that's what you do in Florida. Sure. The suspect was taken to the Palm Beach County Jail on Monday, where he remains in lieu of $6,000 bond. Of course he doesn't have $6,000 for bond. Come uh, on. The trailer ain't worth that much to put on, to put up for bond. 
James appeared in court Tuesday morning and was ordered by a judge to stay out of all Wendy's restaurants <laughs> to avoid contact or possession with any animals other than his mother's dog, to undergo a mental health evaluation, duh, and to avoid possessing any weapons, living or dead. <laughs> so if he's only got contact with his mother's dog, does that mean he's going to chuck Rex through the window of the yeah, I mean, nearby McDonald's? That's all he has left. It's a three and a half foot, and you're right. It does look like it's a much bigger gator. It's a big ass gator, dude. Especially thrown through a window. And, oh, he does stuff like this all the time. He thinks it's a funny prank. I'm looking at a picture of the thing. Dude, it he is looks huge. Like, he looks like Eli Manning with that vacuous, like no emotion on his face, like <laughs> stupid smile on his face. Yeah. That's the worst. That that his mom is like, oh, it's just a prank. That's the he worst. He thinks he's being funny. He's 24 years old. He's living at home, and he's throwing alligators at random fast food restaurants. Clearly, you've done your job to teach him that it's not okay. Only in Florida. Where do you go from there? What kind of – think about it. Put that on a resume. What does that qualify you for? Well, assault with a deadly weapon is what they claimed. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty – So what are you in for? Armed robbery. What did they pinch you for? Chucking gators. Wow. <laughs> he's hardcore. <laughs> Double back on that? <laughs> Death by gator. <laughs> That's just fantastic. Christ. It's just a prank, bro. Exactly, Bash. Florida. It's always great. It's always in Florida. <laughs> Every goddamn time. It, it, seriously, we should have our own segment just for that. There's radio shows that have a meanwhile in Florida. I think do Kiss, they? I think Kiss FM does that on the more I'm pretty sure. How bad is that when your state has its own segment in other states because it's so bad? I have to update mine uh to you could be in Florida, man. It's apparently much worse than Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, the only thing they're chucking through in, in Iowa is like yeah. ears of corn. Yeah, they'd throw you a this delicious piece wildlife. of corn that you'll eat. Dangerous wildlife, no less. The other thing would fuck, the bare minimum, fuck your ankles up, man. Sure, you lash it around your shin, there goes your leg. Oh, I did have, uh, there is one other thing that did happen uh, over the weekend. Some of you who follow me on Twitter saw it play out. Um, let me get to the story and then I'll launch into a couple of my uh, my ultimate line ones. But there is something I also want to discuss but you know what? I'm going to wait till we have a full panel. All four of us are here. Uh, and that's the, the new uh, Twitter thought police that are moving in. I don't know if you followed this. If you're holding your breath for, for Joe, I mean, that might be another so Jake, oh, yeah. month or two. Maybe well, we should just, maybe just three. All right. So I'll wait till we have at least three people unless I have a guest host for that fourth chair. Uh, but I definitely want to go over this one. Uh, and I'll, I'll set it up. Twitter has hired or is bringing in 40 different interest groups lobbyist interest groups would have you to help them start policing the way that Twitter is used. Basically, what you say is now going to be recorded and you're going to be held accountable. If you say you don't believe in climate change, okay, well you can have your account banned now. If you, you know, disagree with illegal immigration, well you're a bigot that's not inclusive, you can now be banned. Uh, and it's already happening. Uh, if you believe that for instance, let's say you speak out against uh, the Muslim refugees being brought into the United States or, you know, in Europe, uh, that's considered, you know, not very inclusive and you can be banned. Things along those lines. It's very Orwellian. What about B.O.B. this past couple of weeks? The rapper saying that the, the earth is flat. What would that qualify as? Uh, since it doesn't really hurt anybody and he is a minority, I don't know that it would count as anything. Uh, this is not a joke, though. This is actually happening, and you kind of shake your head, and you think in 2016 this doesn't happen. Well, it's happening a lot. 
that a lot of very prominent people are having their accounts banned already because this group of this 40, 40 groups, GLAD, um, um, you know, the LGBT groups, uh, the Science Foundation, or the Science Climate Foundation, uh, all these different, you know, the, there's the, uh, the Black Lives Matter is in on it. All these different um, interest groups are now having a say in what you're allowed to talk about on Twitter and what stance you're allowed to take, what is considered hate speech, what is considered a bigotry, what is, you know, whether your worldview is inclusive or not. Um, I, and I definitely want us all here in order to tackle that one instead of just having you know me pontificate here and you just kind of go along with it because we're kind of ideologically on the same side here. I, I want more opinions on this. Uh, true. At least you can fry up and eat that gator. Most of the corn in Iowa's GMO'd crap, um, genetically manipulated crap that only good for making corn addictives additives yeah hondo i believe that emp is flat and is only six thousand years old i think that joke is flat and it fell like that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right before i get to my ultimate lion stories of which you guys have asked me a few a few of my old war stories this past week and if you follow me on twitter you saw this happen what you're still laughing. <laughs> so it's just like your face. You read that and you were just like, yeah, like fucking dude from Office Space. Trying is the first step towards failure. You know what? I, I occurred to me. That You've we- effectively called Hando a minority when he's a white guy from Boston and roasted his joke. <laughs> it's just apparently he did something to you this week. I don't know what it was, but. And I, no shits are given. <laughs> You know, it occurs to me that we have not listened to Octail's uh, segment, You've Been Told. So we should probably do that before I get into any more stories. As we approach that uh, 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 ever-threatening 10 o'clock hour. So we may run out of time here, ladies and gentlemen. But I definitely want to get this in, so let's do You've Been Told first. You've Been Told is a short-form commentary segment for the Emperor's Court. Written and produced by Tech Raptor Games and Technology writer Todd Wolling under the pseudonym Octail. Check out my writing at www.techraptor.net. For today, I'm going to do something a little bit different. The last time I did one of these was for when Jack Thompson got disbarred at the tail end of his years-long campaign against violent video games and how they turned the youth of America into violence-for-pleasure-seeking killers. And I made a thing, and we had a big laugh about it, and ha-ha-hee-hee. Well, this time I'm doing it again for Lee Alexander, who at one time declared herself as games journalism, and less than about 14 months later, she is out of games journalism entirely, where she announced on her personal blog that she would not be participating in games journalism anymore. So, uh, without further ado, uh, you will be very sorely missed, Lee. I loved being called an obtuse shit slinger, a wailing hyper consumer. I-, I loved that desperately. So, from me to you, you'll be missed. Yeah, um, I hope that by doing non traditional work, I can help and play a role in catalyzing um, a different kind of more mature conversation about video games and their role in our culture. It basically takes no talent to draw like Gabe. Tycho should replace him with someone over the emotional age of 12. His whole effing career is a personal attack. I don't want to be classy. (laughs) 
and I knew that games were not going to have a healthy creative community or a desirable culture or a meaningful role in the world's media landscape at all until we could address diversity problems um, and inclusivity problems. Maybe mean of me to burn a young female writer, but sorry, this is not going to be a career for her. I'm going to like toy like on your noobs. Cause I own you, like I own you like pretty hard and stuff, right? I'm gonna give you some spanks, just like you're like Kyle, and you suck ass at all the games you try to play. Cause I own you, I own you like pretty hard and stuff, right? Keep it up. Do you realize you're losing to me every time you act that way? What's your real job anyway? Hourly? Food service? Nice. On you. On you like you're like somebody's mom trying to play the games. I own you. Is, is that on? I don't think. I will own you. Sometime. Maybe when we play the game. No pretense of being unbiased. I write about the things I'm interested in, the creators I care about, and the trends that I want I to see succeed. Like, Sorry, that's the conspiracy. The um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Even when I had real writing work, to always maintain a blog and a social media presence of my own, um, and to be known always as my own voice, not just a byline on a larger site. Because I'm the owner. It's just what I do. Some of that? You're someone's mom. Oh, you're begging for the mercy now. I'm gonna give you some spanks. Cause you're a total noob and you'll suck ass at every game you try to play. I own all. My name is Octail, and you've been told. Let's go back to the Emperor's Court. You know what? I, I I don't know that I have anything really to add to that. But I, I will say this when it comes to people like, you know, Lee Alexander, the feminazi bitch that she is. These people need attention. They need drama to fuel their unholy demon engine that resides in their very hearts. So you think she may be bowing out of it. You may think she may not be front and center. Trust me. Give it time. She'll be back. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, IRC is very well aware of who this bitch is. Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't waste any time. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't. <laughs> oh, not this kind. I hate that harpy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I listen, this is the first I've heard of her, but yeah, she's pretty intolerable. You know the type. She's, I mean... There's a thousand of them. She puts the she's a capital SJW in the whole thing. Uh, burn the heretics! Damn right. There is no such thing as innocence; only degrees of guilt. I don't want to do this. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do this one. You know what? I, I they started playing, and as soon as I I heard the opening little uh, tune there, I knew it was from Pure Ownage. Has anybody seen the movie? I knew it came out in January. <laughs> I think it came out the 23rd, and I know they were doing they're doing screenings around Canada and the United States, but I don't know if they actually went to the Internet or not. 
Um, I thought it had. I see the trailer, but I don't see any where the movie can be watched. Then I'll let IRC mull that one over and see if they can find it. Uh, in any time, real quick story. So this past week, um, I will. If you followed me on Twitter, then you know exactly who I'm talking about. But I will simply call it my my internet service providing company, my ISP. Well, recently I was checking my bill because I always pay my bills on Mondays. And this past Monday, I was going to pay my ISP bill. Well, it was thirty some dollars more than the previous month. Now. Every year, I have to go through this rigmarole where where my bill goes through the roof. I have to call the company, I have to bitch, I have to complain, I have to threaten to go to another company, and you know, at least in the state of Ohio, they have it where the community of the city can go ahead and they can uh, cut a contract with one cable provider, okay, and that cable provider then gets monopoly for that particular county or that particular city, all right. Where I'm at, it's one particular provider. Now, there are still phone companies like AT&T or satellite companies like DirecTV and Dish that you can get stuff through. But as an actual cable provider, it's one and done, and that's it. So I call up, and I know we're going to go through the whole song and dance, and I'm kind of pissed because my money should not have gone up. The bill should not have gone up until next month, okay? Because I did this all a year ago. Talk to the first lady. At the, you know, they go through the whole automated thing where we got to put in information to prove that you are who you say you are. Get past that. Talk to the first lady in their billing department. Very nice. Can't help me bring down the cost. Doesn't know why my bill jumped. So she passes me to the loyalty department. Okay? I answer all the same questions again. Verifying who I am. Another 10 minutes is gone. I then get interrogated by the person as to what services I have and what services I like. Because every time we do this, I have to take less services and my monthly amount goes up a little bit. So I very politely explain, no, I like what I have. We have a pretty decent internet. We have, you know, basic cable TV. We don't pay for any premium channels. And I have local calling on a phone. We have one landline here, basically for emergencies for when the kids are home because we have cell phones. All right. And I tell them all this, I said, I'm not going to pay $178 for the services I had when my bill was 150 Go through it. Okay, I understand that. There are no discounts that I can give you at the moment. I will have to pass you on to a different department who I'm sure can work with you to bring down your bill and get you some savings because we don't want to lose your, your business. Fine. They put me on hold again. I get transferred to another department. Now, the phone is immediately picked up. I'm not on hold very long. And the lady says, you know, and names the company. This is such and such. I said, hi, uh, who may I ask, am I talking to? Well, who's this? Uh, well, this is Emp. Well, I gave my first name. And for this, for the purpose of the story, Emp. Uh, this is Emperor, and I... That would have been pretty bossy. Yeah. Uh, uh, this I'm is Emperor. The Emperor. You may have heard of me. Kind of a big deal. I'm bigger than Rockefeller. And I said, hey, uh, this is uh, Emperor, and uh, I was being transferred to your department because you're supposed to help me with some savings on my bill. Uh, that's not what we do. That's the loyalty department you want to talk to. I said, well, ma'am, she they just transferred me from there to you. Can you help me or not? Well, that's not really my problem. You have to talk to them. I will transfer you back. 
and then transfers me back to the loyalty department. I am now on hold for 20 minutes before I am picked up by now a fourth person who makes me go through all the same questions again, same questions about servers before I'm able to verify who I am. I said, stop. You are the fourth person I've talked to. The last person refused to give me her name and told me it wasn't her problem and she doesn't care. My bill is now $37 more than it was. I have no explanation as to why I want an answer. So he goes through the whole rigmarole and comes back and tells me, well, Mr. Emperor, I can lock you in for a 12-month rate of $178. Would you like to do that today? I said, no, sir, I would not, as I was paying $150. I don't see why I'm now paying $28 more for the privilege. He said, well, if you don't lock in now, uh, your bill in March will be $215. And he did give me his name. I I used his name. I said, well, sir, uh, I'm not going to pay you now uh, for having kept me on the phone for an hour, being told it's not your problem and that you don't care, being transferred to four different people like I'm some problem to be like a buck to be passed. Because no one seems to care. I've got AT&T. There's DirecTV. There's Dish. There's WoW Internet. There are plenty of places. Now, now, at this point, that's true as far as it goes. You would have to get different services from different providers. You wouldn't get it from all one place. And I said, I'm not going to do that. I will cancel my my you know orders, my my services with you before I do that. Okay, sir. Well, we can certainly do that. Would you like to cancel? So, well, I have until the 21st of February before i got to pay the next bill. So I'm going to go call some other companies, make some arrangements, and then I will call back and I will cancel my services. Okay, we can do that for you, sir. I hang up. I'm pissed. So I start doing research about what DISH has, what DirecTV has, what AT&T has, all of that. And I start building up. What do I got to have to replace what I have? You know, what are the bills? What are the prices for the next 12 months? You know, what kind of contract do they have, et cetera? And then I'm thinking, you know what, son of a bitch, I, I am still pissed off. It's bad enough that they jack up my rate. And nobody can explain to me why, because my discounts are supposed to expire next month. So no one can explain to me why my bill went up this month. So I'm like, you know what, fuck this. I'm not their problem. They don't care. So I go on Twitter. And I hashtag the hell out of them and put on their little Twitter account, their official Twitter account for their company, and I, you know, I'm telling everybody exactly what happened. And wouldn't you know it, people start retweeting it, and they retweet it. Octail got it, Lulu grabbed it, a lot of people in IRC right now grabbed it, and they kept on retweeting it, and they got retweeted, and so on and so forth. Poor little Dave in Cleveland, Ohio, is one guy, and we don't give a fuck about him if he wants to go ahead and cancel his service. Emperor 1G of Emperor's Court is a different story because apparently he's got a lot of followers. More importantly, his followers have far more than I do. Like Octail has thousands. Sinvicta has thousands. Well, wouldn't you know it, now that starts to get spread. So now we care. We care that Emperor has a problem. So they quickly tweet me, we can take care of the bill. No one should have to deal with the service. In fact, you know what? I've got it here. Let me see if I can find it. I actually have the Twitter account, and I kept the message. Yeah, there it is. 
Uh, certainly appreciate the opportunity to make this right. Please provide us with your last four, your social security number, your or your PIN, and allow us to review and access your account. They asked for my phone number. They asked for my address. They wanted to verify who I'm at. They started following me. They could not contact me on Twitter fast enough. In fact, let's see if I can. If, in fact, I think I responded to them here somewhere. Um, yeah, here it is. Uh, there's Octail retweeting it back out. And uh, uh, Umwar tweeting it out. And Grind and the rest of them. Shameful treatment, and wouldn't you know it, and again, it starts feeding upon itself. Well, when enough people start throwing it around, obviously they don't want the bad press. So they contact me directly on Twitter. Uh, it takes them two days before they finally get somebody to calling me, but eventually they do. And wouldn't you know it, Hawkeye? Well, they found some discounts that were not available. Hmm. Now, the person I was talking to, he couldn't help me because he was in that that vaunted loyalty department but he called their retention department like there is such a thing and talked to somebody there who was able to go ahead and bring my bill down to where it was and our apologies mr emperor it seems that there was some kind of technical clerical error and that you were being charged the full amount a month early before your discounts were supposed to fall off your account so I'm paying an extra dollar sixty-eight a month more than I was for all the same services I had for the next twelve months, and all that had to happen was for some bitch on their end to tell me it wasn't her problem, she didn't care, and to shuffle me back to another one of five different people. And even then, they didn't care until Twitter got involved. Nobody should have to jump through those kind of hoops to bring down the cost. Do now your apartment? Do you pay for cable TV and, and and internet and everything else? I do. It's always been flat. It's always been the same. Yeah, I've the, never had an issue. They with told it. me there was a rate hike in November and one in January. It was four dollars for internet and five for your phone. I said, okay, sir. If that's a nine dollar increase, then why am I paying thirty seven dollars more? What well, I, I don't uh, I don't know. Is that exactly how he sounded? Yes. It's, yes, actually, it was a um, uh, type thing. They essentially were like, listen, um, we didn't realize that you had a podcast and followers with a significant amount of followers. So, But, you know, I only got like 400 followers. That wasn't what really got them. No, it was it's the, the fact that, that That's followers. right. The people that do follow me have a lot more than I do, and that's a concern. Well, to be fair, that woman's cat probably got diagnosed with AIDS or something. Man, I'm well, sure I'm sorry you. that she has an AIDS cat, but that's not really my problem. <laughs> But uh, yes, that I mean, uh, how much do you pay for internet? I pay ninety nine for the highest speed internet they have, but I don't have cable TV or phone. Uh, okay, lines. that's my question. Did you have cable TV? So you watch everything through the internet, Hulu and yeah, Netflix, Netflix and all Hulu, that, everything like that. Legal Tender does the same thing. I know a lot of people who have caught the cord on cable have gotten rid of their television yep. and are simply watching or streaming all of it through the internet. You can buy. What I did was for my Xbox, they have an antenna you can purchase, and you get a pretty good amount of channels for free. So I just use that combination. With Are they Hulu local channels, like 3, 5, and 8? Or? I get a few more than that. I, I probably get like 15 to 20 with it. Wow. Decent. And, you know, add that with Hulu and Netflix. I get like, you know, the NBC, CBS, Fox, all the important ones. So there's really no reason for me to pay for cable. It's... It's interesting to me that even my parents who have this particular cable company are 
they're they're done paying as much as they are, and even they are considering going to an all cable thing where they just pay for the internet, and they get like Hulu or Netflix or Amazon Prime. And my parents are in their late sixties, are not tech savvy people, and I find it interesting that they're willing to go that route. I will say that uh, Hondo's right. I would record the shit out of those phone calls. Hondo says if Veronica Belmont has taught us anything. Is to do all calls over Skype and record it, at least for concerns of money and services. Your phone always has a record button. I, I would, if I was making a customer service call over something like thirty dollar hike, I would record that because if you're getting that lady, now you have proof. Yeah, and that's what kind of. And I kept on asking them, and I even said on the internet, "Wait a minute." When the conversation starts, it says this core, this call will be recorded for quality assurance. And I kept on telling them, "Look, I'm not just look. I get it. In the grand scheme of things, it's a first world problem." Oh, no, Emp's got to pay $30 more. He has to cut his cable. I'm probably going to still get up and go to work the next day, although I do need the Internet at home to work, okay? I get that. At the same time, I kept on telling them, I'm not some whiny guy who's looking for something free because I never once asked any of these assholes for a handout. I said, don't take my word for it. Pull up your little recording and go back and listen to it. A hand job, yes. A handout, no. Never. Job's a job. No, (laughs) But I said, go back and listen to it. Pull it up. It's not just me blowing smoke. This bitch would not give me her name. Now I know why. Could not have been. Who's this? <laughs> the way you say that. Like, if she really came in that hot. I, I wish. She did. Maybe her cat did get AIDS. Maybe, I don't know, her dog no contracted herpes. I don't know. Maybe the dog got AIDS from the cat. Who knows? But that's exactly how she answered it. I mean, it was bitch-itis from the minute that phone got picked up. Who's this? Uh, this is a customer. Who's this? This is blah 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 blah. I wouldn't company, even, not her name. That surprises me. You were that cordial because if I, if the, if she came in that hot to me, man, woo, I'd but, be meeting her right on her level. Only because I've had to do this so many odd times. I know. Always be polite first. Let them piss you off, and that's and then I you know and I said, well, I just like to know who I'm addressing. This is why I'm calling. I've been transferred from three previous people. Well, that's not my problem. Okay, now it is. Yeah, that's okay. That's the the red button push for me. Now we've got a problem. Who was that person who recorded their conversation with Time Warner and they posted it and yeah. it was like a huge deal? Was that Veronica Belmont? Um, oh, maybe maybe that's what maybe he was that referencing. was. Uh, <sighs> no, that no. looks like somebody different. It was just somebody who posted their clip with Time Warner. Oh, uh, was uh Time Warner? Cable, phone call, or rec- yeah, recording or uh, was it cable customer? Yeah, it's old news. It's gonna be. It hard probably to is, but the point is, yeah, it depends. We, we need on something more getting, specific to find it. Yeah, it yeah. would have to be worse than just a yeah. Okay, know. yeah, that was okay. That was her. Right, so it was Veronica Bellon. Okay. Yeah, and and yes, I'm looking at the IRC shithole. I see that. He's, he well, obviously like didn't see because it was right there, and we just overlooked it. Yeah, that's her. Okay, so I, I said to begin with, but yeah, and that's – and I'm telling you right now, and again, maybe she didn't have a bad day. Well, that's the But thing that's that you, how she started the conversation. I get the, the, the cash more flies with honey, but I like their approach more. It's like, okay – I'm recording this. I'm not going to tell them I'm recording it. I'm just going to, as soon as they meet me in that level, I'm going to get up there with them. And guess what? I'm right. You're screwed because 
I'm the customer. So you know what? Even if they come back and say, "Well," um, and depending on the state, you have sometimes both parties have to be aware they're being recorded. Okay, well, your thing said this call may be recorded, and I don't have to win in the actual court. Uh, I just have to win in the court of public, public opinion. Opinion, yeah. And I'm telling you right now. 99% of the time, the little guy is going to win over the big-time company because, because you don't give a shit. Right. They're not the – like Comcast isn't going to go to court against that person because they're screwing themselves. That's over. right. And they're already being – you know, I listened to a Comcast rep torture customers trying to cancel. Now, I remember AOL did this years and years and years ago um, where this one guy is trying to cancel for like 20 minutes and the guy will not let him cancel a service. And he's recording the whole thing. And it goes viral. And AOL lasts like 300,000 customers in a week. And the guy kept on saying, look, I just I just don't see it. I don't see why you'd want to cancel. And the guy keeps repeating. says, I don't care. Just cancel my service. So a lot of I don't think a lot of people know this, but, well, maybe they do. A lot of these IRCs, like the, they're not just customer service people. They're customer service slash salesmen. So and they get a commission if they keep they get a commission if they sell additional services or if they keep, keep services it, and right. people don't really know that I have like my hand in I've had my hand in sales for a while now and so like I've recently got a lot of calls from my IRC about trying to upsell me and these are the same people that answer your customer service calls so the reason why they're doing that is because there's literal money in it for them to keep that person so that's the that's the reason doesn't justify it but that's the reason why they're doing it it's not just because they're assholes they're trying to make money. And they're right. assholes, but there's a reason behind it. And I understand where they try to keep your customers, and that's fine. I get that. But at some point, you go too far. Oh, no In doubt. In this particular case, and I'm sure this is what they were trying to avoid, was you know something that goes viral, and all of a sudden one of their people is, it has embarrassed them. And this was certainly that case. I'm still pissed off about it. You don't tell me it's not your problem. You know what, asshole? It is your problem because you work for the company, and I'm calling you with an issue. And it turns out, yeah, it was a clerical cler- no, clerical error. It took four different people to overlook that fact before some asshole on their Twitter account, their Twitter help desk, finally found the problem. Dude, I guarantee you in training, the number one thing in the handbook is you never say it's not your problem. I mean, that makes no sense. I don't know why she would – I don't know what department she was in, but that's insane. Oh, I know what – I. Actually, I do know what department she was in because I said, well, and I said, they told me they're transferring me to some savings department. We don't have any of that. I'm in new sales. That isn't our problem. You need to talk to the loyalty department. And I said, well, they're the ones who transfer me to you. Well, you know what? I can't help you. I'm going to transfer you back. Hang on. Yeah, she's just a pure raw salesman. And she is in new sales. Turns out she was the one I was supposed to be talking to. The sales department was supposed to find a way to lower the bill to keep the customer, even if it's just a little bit. Now, this particular employee from this particular cable company did tell me this time next year, when all of your coupons expire at the minimum, not including any rate hike between now and then, your bill is going to go up at least $10. And any discount we give you is not going to be like the one we just gave you. It's going to be less. So you're going to be paying about $20, $30 more. And I said, sir, and I'm telling you right now, 12 months from now, I am not going to spend anywhere even close to 200 bucks for what I get from you. I will not spend that from anyone. Not what I can get. And I had done the research. For $30 for a year, I can get uh, DirecTV. I can get Dish. 
with a couple of premium channels, HBO, Showtime, etc., for six months free. Now, after the 12 months, it goes up to like 60 bucks a month. Okay, that's still a hell of a lot less than I'm paying for now. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing the just the cable, just the internet with a different provider at like 99 and then you're 60, you're still at 160. Sure. Still $40 less. And that's, again, depending on what the... And I, I didn't call AT&T for their internet price because they have DSL. It's going to be slower, but again, you know, I'm not... I guess the X factor is what are you paying for your landline? I don't have a landline, but... All told, right now I'm paying $155 a month, and that gets me... Again, local calls for the phone. It gets me uh, the high-definition television, the uh, TV, cable. Is, I think I get Encore and I get Epics. That's my movie channels. Ooh. And then my Internet speed, it's 350 gigs of data, and it's supposed to be a 100 megabyte, whatever the hell it is. I think it's like 50 downloads, 20 upload or some such. Or 100 up, download and 20 uploads. I don't, I forget. In fact, let's check it out. I'm just curious. What is the, what is it, speed test? Uh, that's, okay, yeah, speedtest.net. Uh, I keep getting these Adobe Flash issues because the old machine we're working on now is on XP. So we'll go ahead and do the speed test. Uh... No, that's not what I want. Okay, well, apparently I can't do it, so I don't know how fast this would be. I'll have to do it on a Whopper sometime. All right. That's a lot of ugly people right there. <laughs> not one saving grace amongst them. Well, wait, hold on. Uh, the girl in the middle is passable. That one? She's passable. Maybe in a, she's like office hot if I'm drunk type thing and... Well, going that, on a six-month right. you know, That's spell. what I'm saying, the word passable. She's pa- With a lot of caveats. All right. But passable. All right. Don't show me any fucking pictures of Walking Dead. Damn it. Why, is it on tonight? Yeah. God, man, people and spoilers. Everyone thinks they're so fucking funny. Oh, I'm going to put a spoiler up. How <laughs> fucking Snape kill Snape killed Dumbledore. All right. Speedtest.net. That shit drives me insane, man. Speedtest. In, in a day and age when like, watching a critically acclaimed TV series is one of the highlights of your week, to throw a spoiler out is just the biggest form of dickbaggery, in my opinion. There's not much worse you can do to me than to spoil a show that I'm watching. I don't disagree. It's the same people that when... Like the guy who took his car to a detail shop and had spoilers for the new Star Wars movie placed over his back window and on his side window. So he's driving up and down the road. If you happen to glance over at this guy's car, it was right there. What a fucking piece so of shit. So-and-so dies. So-and-so is their father. So-and-so, etc. an absolute piece of horse shit. Man. I am doing the uh, speed test real, uh, real quick. I am connecting to Windsor, Ontario. If somebody did that to me on Facebook, I'd be like, <laughs> unfriend. I would literally just kick them out of my life. I'd be so fucking And this is just an asshole driving down the street. You can't do anything no, about it. That's why I laugh, yeah. because as much as that pisses me off, there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Let's see. My ping is 22. My download speed right now is 60.93 megabytes per second. We're not doing my upload speed. I refuse to believe that guy's car wouldn't get keyed, though. I would hope it would. It was a truck. I mean, it would have yeah. to. 
Uh, my upload speed is 6.71 megabits per second. And again, that's while we're doing the show. And I guess it's assume this is during prime time. I mean, 10, 10 o'clock at night. Pretty close to yeah, max. So 61 down and 6.7 up. Yeah. At least until we get Google in here. That shit's fast. <laughs> I want to go fast. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Start to show me some so, what did we learn tonight? Peyton's a rapist and cable companies suck. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we learned that apparently if you're in Florida, chucking gators into Wendy's is actually <laughs> a viable solution to all of life's problems. <laughs> he, got a, he got a beverage and a gator toss in. Good for him. Uh, we learned that apparently in India, it's okay to go ahead and prosecute goats for eating plants. Which is kind of what they do, dude. I would, I if my goat, if my animal could get me jail time, that shit would be have that would have three chains on it at all times. <laughs> I would give away the goat and get something else. Like well, he probably needs it for income. <laughs> That's the dowry for my daughter. <laughs> that might not be inaccurate. Oh, um, what else did we learn? Uh, Baldur's Gate has some kind of expansion coming out that I don't care about. What else did we cover? I didn't have some long... Oh, here's a storm. Yeah, four, that was a good 45 minutes. It was. Just me talking, you trying not to fall asleep, and I don't blame it because you don't play it. And I just no didn't know anything about yeah. it. I just let you go. So fuck that. Here's the storm. Blizzard and I have a very love and hate relationship, and lately it's been far more hate than love. And no, I did not get into the Overwatch beta, and I'm kind of pissed off about that. It's the first Blizzard game I've not beta tested since ever. All right, folks, uh, let's go through the laundry list of people I'd like to thank. I'd like to thank Scrub Puppy, who has taken over our social media footprint over on Facebook in various parts and is doing a fantastic job. He, apparently, he has increased our reach by over 360%, which isn't hard if you think about it because I don't do dick on Facebook, and he is so much better at that than I am. Don't say hard and dick in the same sentence. I'm starting to. I just want to see if you were paying attention. I'm just, you know what? I'm never going to miss that. I'm sorry it rubs I'm you the wrong way. I'm never going to miss that. I'm sorry it rubs you the wrong way. Nice finish. But I'll let it keep coming. So. Keep going. What else we got? Thank you for Khalilu for providing some of the articles tonight. Uh, I appreciate that. I want to thank No Wise, who runs Alpha Geek Radio, and encourage you if you have any inkling of uh, ambition of doing your own show, either video or audio cast. You should go to AlphaGeekRadio.com for a low, low monthly fee. You, too, can realize your dreams and be as cool as Hawkeye and myself. Or at least myself. Oh. <laughs> uh, despite the fact that my badge is not playing on the front page again, I am sure we'll get that figured out. Uh, if you are a patron of the Emperor's Court, please go and listen to the newest Word of the Emperor I uploaded uh, about a week and a half ago. That's what was missing. Uh, there was no negative Hawkeye references the entire night. Now that you said it out loud, now that you said it, I realized there was none. 
Is it perhaps they're coming to accept you, or are they just that lazy? No, I think it was just lazy. I think it was a combination of lazy and just there was. I don't know what it was. There wasn't a lot of uh, there wasn't a lot of dialogue. Well, you know, it it was kind of a subdued IRC for whatever reason. I know Umar wasn't here because she had to work late, and usually she's the one that instigates all that shit. Xanath is the biggest shit talker to me, and she took off about halfway through. He, but yes. um, Wait, Xanath? I think it was a dude. I, I thought that was. Umamore is the chick. Who am I thinking of that's the one that uh, was that's always fucked with me that was drinking Angry Orchard and all that shit? Is that? That's Umamore. Oh. Calls oh. you hawk tits. Oh, okay. That's right. I was thinking of the wrong person. Never mind. Yeah, sometimes it's hard because, again, we've had... If nobody fucks with me, I just feel like I'm <laughs> withering away. wrong. Yeah. They're ignoring me now. I feed off Poor me. hatred. No one made fun of me. <laughs> Poor me. Womp womp. Uh, next week we should be back to uh, full staff uh, again the patron thing if you are not a patron of the Empress Court you are missing out as I put up all kinds of goodies for you to download and listen to we need your money to follow our you know black hearted projects to their full so please join us on Patreon it's Empress Court it's not hard to find join us on Facebook and on Twitter Empress Court for both it is important that you follow us you, too, could have been uh, watching in real time and joining in the anti-cable company protest that went down earlier this week. Plus, as we get closer to election time, you never know what shenanigans I might get involved in or what kind of shit-talking war I get involved with on Twitter, which happens more frequently than you may realize, despite the fact they don't seem to tweet much. Quality over quantity, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we will be back, hopefully, as I was mentioning, to full strength next week <clears throat> as my voice starts to give out. Three hours of constant talking. That will happen. Uh, Do we have anything to plug besides that? I think it's actually a quiet week. I got some shit to plug if you let me go already. Go for it. Sorry. You'll get there. I got some shit to plug. Go on. If you let me get out of here. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) Wow. I am... Dude, you need to go to sleep. I do. That's I've had four <laughs> hours of sleep. Uh, you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. The look on your wow, face. it took me. I a wish they could have seen that. Uh, that was uh, terrific. <laughs> yes, I get it. I'm C blocking him. I got it. Thanks, IRC. Appreciate that. All right, I'm okay. Enough. 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 Uh, enjoy uh, your Valentine's Day. Uh, go through your significant other and others, or whatever. All right. Uh, bad manners are better than no manners at all. You could be in Florida. (laughs) So long, everybody.